Hey there, everybody, and welcome to Cascade. In this episode, Caleb, DJ, and I have a few drinks and talk about our time at Anime Zing, our favorite vines, and somehow even get all the way to race relations in America. This episode is pretty casual compared to past episodes and quite a bit more adult. And so we'd love to hear what you think of the changes. Enjoy! Hey, it's Caleb. We already know that. <laughs> and I'm joined with uh, special guest DJ. It's good to be here. Thank He's you. not a special. And specialer guest for a different reason. Kyle. What is that supposed to mean? Are you Are you here? I'm here. All right. Why, what, what do you mean, am I here? I mean, you never fucking know what you, Kyle. <laughs> what does that even mean, Whatever. DJ? Today, we're going to talk about a variety of things, including... They already know that. Oh. Yeah, we're not just going to read off our fucking list. We're going to... We don't have a list. That... <laughs> what? so b Yeah, we don't We don't have a notepad open with a few topics we want to kind of talk about a little bit. It may or may not include... include. And we may or may not be drinking, so it may or may not uh, be all over the place. I'm not, because I am not of age. That was... Yeah. <laughs> that... Yeah. I believed it. <laughs> Believable. <laughs> yeah. Can you have me my non-alcoholic beverage over there? DJ, you're of age. I am of age. That's definitely not alcoholic <laughs> yeah, you're, beverage. You're what, 33? Old piece of shit. Hey, you know what? I still Speaking of old people, man, old people, like, at my job, there's they, there's no middle ground for old people. Old people are either the most friendly, lovable, like, man, come around, let me give you a hug, mm -hmm. people, or they're... Get the fuck out of my yeah. face before I slap your old ass Straight into a up. retirement home. Straight up, uh. Like, there is no, there's no leeway. I almost fought, like, at least three old people in the last few months within a deer. <laughs> Not even Almost joking. fought at least three old people. Not joking, dog. That's a metric. Not like, joking. this month, and it wouldn't be hard. No. You could just hit him once and break a bone. I, it would not be hard. They don't understand that. I beat an old person's ass. They, I, they don't realize, though. See, they don't have strength of body, but they have strength of mind. Fuck that well, strength of mind. Well, even then, it's... Grandma. They think they have strength of mind because Grandpa, he's lived for fucking 80 years, but that don't mean he knows more than me. Does it? No. It means he has more experience than me, but that doesn't equate to anything either. You know a lot of nursing homes have uh, bird cages in them? With like fucking birds. Why? I didn't just for like old people to look at. I did not know that, and they're usually really nice. Like my grandpa was in a really shitty nursing home because it was all we could afford, and they still had like the bird cage was super nice. It's like this. It was like eight feet wide and went all the way to the ceiling. It was all glass. It was beautiful. Just full of birds. Full of birds for old people to look at. <laughs> you know, and then, like he went to another. It was a VA home. <laughs> And they had the same thing—a really big bird thing. I was like, "This is beautiful." You I know, come look at. Birds. There's something about that because my mom works in nursing homes. She's a nurse, and like at least two or three of the different places she's worked at has had a fucking bird at some point. Yeah. What is with old people and fucking birds? I don't know. I guess it's distracting. I don't know. I mean, I don't think about much. Bro, if I was an 80-year-old man and this bird wouldn't shut the fuck up, I'd walk up and grab the cage and throw it. Well, I don't think they put songbirds in there. You think old people be fucking in retirement homes? Dude, they definitely do. They, they yeah. fuck a lot. It's a huge problem. <laughs> STDs in a nursing home is a huge problem. My mom tells me about it all the time. She has, she'll have it where like, yeah, if yeah. some dude, if some old dude is senile, he'll come out of his room and he'll fucking like walk up to some other chick's room, fucking knock on her door or some shit, or like he'll come out into the middle of the fucking living space, 
fucking whip his dick out yeah. and just start like fucking riding it around. Yeah, really. It's yeah, there some of these senile people just want to fuck. They're that's not, all they want to do. Fucking senile. It's no, primal, dude. That's it. all they can know how to do. <laughs> They've lost all state of mind so they just go back to primal like fuck. I want fucking food. Fucking food. And that's it. They lost their they can't go to the bathroom. They can't fucking feed themselves, but they can sure fuck. That's for damn sure they're going to get their dick wet. <laughs> or maybe not wet, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Old people. When do you stop? When does your vagina stop getting wet? I feel like... Wouldn't their dick not be able to get hard? I mean... Well, that's why you have all those jokes about taking Viagra. Well, where, I don't... Where did you get Viagra when you're, from? Yeah, you're in a nursing home. Do you gotta, can you get a prescription for Viagra? I mean, you're fucking old. You're not dead. You're not suddenly not a citizen. You can get medicine and shit. But, I mean, they got to go through some shit to get some shit. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, I mean, like, clearly, but if you want to fuck... You know, I feel like they, they, they're going to find the, a way to fuck. I feel like the nursing home wouldn't allow that. They'd be yeah. like, we're not... No, fuck off, Gerald. You can't have fucking 50 pills of Viagra. Well, it's like they can't stop you either. Like, like I mean, if, if I'm 80 years old and I, I want like to go... Would, that would hurt your body. It probably would, but it's like if I want to like fucking go out fucking... I'm going like, to get some Viagra. Little Dicky song, Let Me Free. <laughs> I don't know if you knew, but you've been throwing out my shoes. <laughs> Dick, Dick so, looking like his tinfoil. Yeah. Tip looking like his hardboard face. It's almost like that saying where it's like, humanity will find a way, but it's like, old senile men will find a way. To get Viagra into a nursing home and fuck hoes. You guys act home. like it's smuggling cocaine or some shit. It's just fucking... I feel like they just should they're not still allow Viagra. No. They probably shouldn't, but they're still human beings. They can't stop them. There's I mean, nothing yeah. illegal about it. I, mean, but I just feel in like all the medication people in nursing homes are on, or I would assume that they're on. Like, I, I don't know if... I don't know if Viagra can produce any adverse effects if you're taking other medications. All it does is, well, honestly, if you're old and you're running out of good blood cells, what happens if all the good ones rush to your dick? Heart attack? Cardiac arrest? <laughs> is that what their fucking end game is? <laughs> they give it's you like Viagra? suicide by fucking Viagra, dude. Like, I'm tired of this shit. I might as well get a nut off before I fucking just die over <laughs> That's it. it, dude. It's like they bust a nut and that nut is the last little bit of life draining. Can you imagine? Can old people always bust nuts, though? I don't know. Do like, cause stop? like girls stop getting they still got wet at some point. Like, but can you imagine if like does does the nut that rel- that it sits in a sack does it does it go back? How long is that nut does been it sitting get recycled? in there? <laughs> How long has that nut been, been building <laughs> up? Marinating, dude. Yeah, do your fucking do your sperm like do they die off in your sack or are they just there until you fucking dude, bust that's them like out? I sworn some shit like you always that's like a homemade abortion clinic. So like, yeah, wouldn't it be like? You produce, it dies off, like, produce, dies off. Where does it go? Because, like, if you're not busting a nut, where is it going? Am I absorbing sperm? Is that gay? If they die, do they just evaporate? Would you be, would that be considered homosexual? <laughs> to a, That's why my sack's always Consuming steamy. your own sperm. I'm sorry. Yeah, consuming your own sperm, like, with that. Speaking of consuming your own sperm, uh-huh. so you made a clone of yourself, right? Yeah. And... You make your clones suck your dick. Is it gay or is it masturbation? Both. It's some gay masturbation. How is so when, you, so when you jerk off, that's gay masturbation? Because it's just me. That, well, shit. Hold up. Your clone is just <laughs> you. 
But is it like 100% identical to you? 100%. But then here's the question. Some people believe that no item can exist identically to another item in a universe without creating some sort of paradox. Or well, one. it's probably got a different haircut. It's probably bald. <laughs> okay. Because it has to be different on some level if that is the case. Yeah, Okay, so, so it's basically you. It has the same fucking mental. Is it gay or is it masturbation? Um... I don't know. Safe bet says both. <laughs> that's it's that's just, not how it goes. It's not like you want to be a firefighter or a cop. And you're like fuck it, both. You can't, dude. You definitely could. You can't run in a building <laughs> shooting criminals <laughs> while it's on fire. You're just like fuck you. I think that's the case where like if someone is a criminal and their house catches on fire, you run in and you shoot them while you're putting out the fire. Can I fi- feel like that happens a lot with meth labs. Their house catches on fire because they're making meth in the fucking. I bet in attic. California they have specific like people that are both. It's called the fire cops. Well, oh, you know what? I people can just be volunteer firefighters. All right, so that yeah. that was a terrible. Okay, here's another one. It's like if you if you're able to like bend over and give yourself head, is it getting a blowjob or giving one? It's both. But what does it feel I, like? I know. Does it feel more like you're giving one? Vice or, did a documentary uh, on this. Vice <laughs> did a documentary, and yep. they had two people that can suck their own dick. And one guy said that for him, it was like getting his dick sucked. It felt more like that rather than sucking a dick. And he said it was weird when he first busted a nut in his mouth, but he got used to it. <laughs> but the other guy said it, it felt more like he was sucking a dick, so he wasn't a fan of it. But he could. he still does it. Just like, oh, look what I can do, because he went to a bunch of weird orgies, and it was like a party trick. Like, yeah, guys, suck my own dick, check it. 20 yes. minutes later, he's still going hard, and he's like, that's, I feel like this party trick should have ended like 20 that, minutes ago. That's, is that gay? That's gay. I don't if know. If you're showing it off to other people? No, if you're just sucking your own dick. I don't think that it's... But see, like, if jerking you, your dick off isn't gay. That's true. That's true. But I feel like... I fondle my motherfucking dick all the time. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but just because you fondle your dick doesn't mean you like fondling other dicks. So just because you suck your own dick doesn't mean you like sucking other dicks. Yeah, because dicks. when you fondle your dick, yeah. you do it for your own pleasure, not for someone else's. Yeah. And not because you want to fondle a dick, it's because you want the feeling that it produces. On the subject of dicks, mm-hmm. what is the lowest amount of money you would take to suck a Wait, dick? Wait, no, no, no. We got to go back. <laughs> I, okay. Well, <laughs> take it back. Take it way I, back. Take it way, way back to the first question. Um, so, <laughs> what was your question? It was, uh, if you make a clone of yourself, what oh, yeah. is the definitive answer? We have to answer that. If you make a clone of yourself. And is it if you have sex with it, or if it gives you, like, anything? Fucking... If it, yeah, if you, well, no, I'm not, because you put it in the butt, that's... That's gay. Yeah, if you, fu- but if your clone's sucking your dick. It's like you're, you got a gay clone. Okay, but what, okay, but, like, same thing, like... Appropriately, what if you get a mold of your own asshole and you fuck it? Is that that's just weird? That's well, that is weird, but it's the, yeah. it's like the same kind. Is it no. masturbation? No, or? I think you'd just be fucking a mold of a, your, your asshole. Well, just, okay, Mister fucking Mister Pocket Pussy. It's like the same pocket pussy. <laughs> what the fuck is a, a pocket, pocket pussy? pussy. A flashlight? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm but they you. they've made them so that they are literally like fucking pot like. Pocket size, like they're about, they're like as thick as a, as wide as a cell phone, and then like, yeah, so you can like, <laughs> DJ is like and it's all, neat, and it's not like, like solid, like you know the flashlight, it's like the lips of the, 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 yeah, but the whole thing is like the rubber silicone shit, Please so like you can like crush it up into your pocket and then 
jerk off in a public place and then place the same used, dirty, fleshlight, fucking cum-filled thing, the, okay, squish chill. it back into your pocket. This is a family-friendly pot, and that's not anymore. Not anymore. It hasn't it, been since we started. Since, no, since the first We're going to have to slap a mature label on this. And Well, what a world, first of all. Now, can we get back to the... Okay, um, the clone thing or what you said afterwards? What'd you say afterwards? Oh, yeah, did we finish the clone thing? No. no. Damn. This is rough. I think because... Okay. Um, I think it's gay. It's not I think it is. It's gay. Okay. I think it is because when... Because that other you is... If it is a clone, it acts consciously on its own. It's another person. Therefore, if it is two men, regardless of if it is you... It is gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but just in, it in the sense that it, it, it is two act. people, yeah. Now, here's another question that comes up from Harold and Kumar, Escape from Guantanamo. Oh my god, you just spilled fucking beer everywhere. It's not everywhere. It's, like it's all over the nice beer. leather couch. It's all over your pants. God, what the hell? It got man? mostly on my pants. Look at this like that. All over the couch. It's on the carpet. It's no, on the table. <laughs> You're making it out to me. There's nothing on the it carpet. It is all over the place. Jesus. What the fuck? All right, no. we gotta take, Kyle's got to go take a shower, and we no. have to scrub this carpet before the stains. I just had to fucking steam clean this carpet, dog. <laughs> Literally two days ago when this bitch flooded. I don't know why. Wait, did you actually? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you made them steam clean it? No, nah, they came in, oh. and it was like, this is your chance. You get a freebie since they're here now. Move <laughs> all the shit that you want to move. You get a freebie. And you did, they'll just steam clean all your shit. I was it, like, it, but the water didn't even get in over here, did it? It got like, maybe... Yeah, but it never reached the carpet? No, no, no. Fuck yeah. yeah. They steam cleaned the, this part, for like a good chunk of this. For those of you that don't know, DJ fucking, something went wrong with his pipes. And he was chilling, had no idea, yep. and shit started overflowing in his kitchen. And uh, funny, funny thing, I panicked for like <clears throat> ten seconds, and then when I saw I couldn't do shit, I just kind of sat there and watched it. <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck it." Dude. What are you gonna do? Go put your finger in it? You're like, "Fuck it." I got my mop and bucket out, and I stuck that bitch in there. Oh and when I saw God. I wasn't doing shit. You I was, know what yeah, that reminds it, me of? So it's a wrap. That reminds me of that time we were working at GameStop and the fucking <laughs> the beauty salon toilets overflowed. Yeah, we're right. Like, okay, so so I don't know if we ever told you about this. This was like the first bonding experience I DJ and I ever heard had. this story either. So we, we, DJ and I used to work at the same GameStop for a while. Well, more like DJ was visiting because we needed an extra. So he was in from another store. And the, the GameStop was in like a strip mall, <clears throat> like a tiny one next to some Sally's beauty salon. Some shit like no, that. it wasn't a Sally's. It was like a hair cuttery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at some point, one of their pipes burst and fucking water started sprouting up out of their toilets. And so they just fucking shut the door and let it be. Well,. <laughs> This fucking water started seeping under the walls into our store. And at first we noticed because we walked by and we were like arranging some shit. It was just DJ and I and we were like, there's a wet spot on the ground here. And so we opened the back door and the entire fucking like back room is flooded. Like, <laughs> like up to like half of my shoes. And we're like, what the fuck? And now the thing is, we had to make sure that this water didn't get into the storage room where we kept all the new consoles and shit. Because if it did... The bottom, everything on the bottom that got touched by it, we couldn't even fucking sell it. Yeah, I wasn't moving that shit either. Yeah, we weren't moving Fuck that, that shit. Nah. So I fucking, I roll up my sleeves hella fast. We find a squeegee in a bucket and we just start fucking squeegeeing that shit out the door as fast as possible. Open up the back door. And we used to like, we took like shifts because one of us had to be up at the counter and one of us had to squeegee this shit out. And eventually we called someone in to deal with it, but it was like... Who did you guys call? Josh. Uh, it was Josh. Yeah, the, he, the assistant manager. He got fucking upset. He's like, you should have called me sooner. I know how to fix it. And, I, and then I was like, I was like, 
How did he fix it? He didn't. He called somebody and they shut off some water like around the way and shit. Yeah, and fucking, I'm like, we didn't fucking call you because I'm busy getting this water away from all the fucking expensive shit. And I, like I said, we were there fucking squeegeeing shit for two hours almost, just getting that shit out. I felt like I was doing something with my life. Like, <laughs> I was trying to defend the fucking princess from Bowser or some shit. That's yeah. kind of dumb, but... Uh, <laughs> That, that was the first bonding experience DJ and I had because we were like, we got to save this shit. Didn't I like come back from lunch and see that shit? <laughs> Maybe. I, I, I might have been there by myself. Yeah. I, okay. You went down to Subway because I remember you yeah. wanted to get the Subway sandwich that I told you about. Yeah. 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 And that might have been, like, that was like a few days after I introduced you to my beautiful sandwich concoction, which we can talk about later maybe. But you fucking showed up and I'm squeegeeing water out the door because <laughs> I found it all on my own and I didn't know where the fuck you were. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have your number at the time. I didn't know you that well. And you walked in and I go, oh, look at this. Great times. Great fucking times. Where were we? I don't know. Where were we? Um, oh, yeah. My shit flooding. But past that. Yeah, shit flooded. And you got that steam clean. Yeah, I got my shit steam clean for free. Right, it was like within an hour. People came in. Like The funny thing is uh, the boss of like the, what's it called? Um. Like, the dudes that pump out the water with that industrial size shit. Yeah. Yeah. The boss of, like, the company came down because their dude that was on call didn't pick up his phone. He lives in the same building the boss lives in. They saw his van outside. They went and knocked on his door. It was, like, five minutes after the shift they got the call. So, this motherfucker just didn't show up. And the boss dude had to come down in his place. And he might not have a job anymore. Oh. Well, so, he's fucked. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck that guy. He told he said that they it's eight dudes and they rotate every week. So he has one week where he has to pick up his phone out of eight weeks. <laughs> out of fucking two months. Yeah, and he didn't pick up his damn phone. Because it was five minutes after his shift ended. Damn. Yeah, fuck him though. They took care of it. Shout out to whoever. I don't even know the fucking Stanley company. Stanley Steamers. Yeah, Stanley Steamers. <laughs> Stanley Steamers. Cleaner. That's a classic. Sponsor. <laughs> Sponsor <laughs> Stanley Steamers. That's a hot deal. <laughs> We yeah. talk about fucking your clone, Stanley Steamers. <laughs> Who are you going to call when you fuck your clone and you accidentally bust on the carpet? Stanley <laughs> Steamers. Come stay clean. I'm sorry. Do y'all even know the Could words? You, do you need to... What, what's the optimal thing for getting a cum stain out? Would you have to steam it out? Or could you just... Spray. Huh? 409 spray. What, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is that? that? <laughs> do we kiss now? It's literally... It just Not says now. 409 on the bottle. It... <laughs> Do you have some? Yeah, you spray that shit, it foams the fuck up. <laughs> because he has this issue a I lot. Hope you're gonna slap a picture of whatever the fuck 409 is. Well, thing is, this will be on a lot of places where I can't show a picture. Uh, but but if it's on, if you're wondering, just Google it or just yeah, watch this it on is, our YouTube. Yeah, this is the interactive. Well, honestly, I don't even know if I'll watch far enough in when I do this shit to. All I know is, dude, I'm interactive it. is Google it and act like we showed you. Oh, yeah, 409. 409. It's Andy like that 309, baby. Spot and stain I'm marking it at, at like 18 minutes. Pet stains, Can we track going dirt, 19 motor minutes? oil, cum, food grease, coffee tea, <laughs> red wine, and does more. Does it say cum? Yes. <laughs> no, it think doesn't. It does. You're a fucking liar. That was me. Don't check your phone. <laughs> I'm checking it. Yeah. Dude, I got Snapchats out the fucking ass. What's going on? You don't have... That's all us. Yeah. No, it's not. My name's Kyle. I have no friend. <laughs> <sighs> Who the fuck is that? Is that Bun? No, it's my friend with is a that Bun from ReZero. He's got an Amelia body pillow. Hey, he shouldn't be showing that shit to nobody, bro. <laughs> I mean, oh, get... do you guys remember the fucking kids that were walking around with the body pillow? Oh, were you there when he got kicked out? Yeah, I was. Cause you were sitting in the room and you were like, "I'm in the, I'm in 
con and I That's so I right. went, and you went to go show up. I was there from the start, dude, mm-hmm. where this guy started getting fucking roasted. The police was trying to get called. <laughs> Is that the dude that was like following Jen around? Mm, I don't know. Might have fucked that. Probably. I'm sure she said some dude was like following around. And maybe then... it was some dude that was like clutching a body pillow straight to his chest. And maybe it's unprofessional to talk about this, but it's been months, so fuck it. Um, like, so we got there, him. and there were there were two guys that looked like they didn't shower ever. One of them looked like he might have showered a little bit more often than the other one, and the other one is the one we're talking about—the one that didn't shower like almost at all. He cl- he like was clutching a body pillow to himself the entire time, and a day went by. And I was there the next day, chilling, hanging out with the fucking con staff because they were pretty chill. And I was waiting for Caleb to get there. And maybe I was waiting for DJ. I don't remember. No, you're waiting for me because it was uh, your YouTube. Yeah, yeah, Right before your panel. Yeah, and so I'm sitting here chilling, and these guys come in. And our dude Caleb that's there, not our Caleb. This is a big black Caleb with a K. Yeah. No, it's with a C. Well, he goes by K-K-Y, but Oh, that's C, right, that's right. I forgot. Because um, that always confused me. He goes by K, but it's spelled. he spells the name with the C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they fucking come in, and apparently at the rave the night prior, the guy that was carrying the body pillow around was harassing women on the dance floor and grabbing them inappropriately and, like, following them around and wouldn't leave them alone and trying to, like, seduce them. <laughs> and what happened is they got caught. And they brought the guy in, or maybe it was during a dance. Because it's day. very easy to be like, it's the guy with the fucking body pillow. Yeah, you could tell who this guy was. Like we fucking picked him out of a crowd as soon as we like got up on the second floor and we're looking down at people. We're like, look at that fucking guy. He's our number one fan. <laughs> no, we, we talk about that later. We never did talk about anime zinc, so that might be a good thing to talk about more anyway. So <clears throat> this guy fucking comes in, and I'm like, oh, it's the dude with the body pillow. And I'm just fucking chilling in the swivel chair on my phone, acting like I'm not listening. But long story short, they're like, honestly, you can't fucking harass women like that. It's not okay here. It's not okay anywhere. We don't like that you did that. Um, And the fact that you did it is disgusting. They're like, honestly, we're going to have to ask you to leave the premises. You're not allowed here the rest of the weekend. Your tickets are voided. And if you ever try to come back to this convention and we recognize it, we will call the police. And they tried to argue it. Especially, the, well, the guy that did it wasn't arguing it very much. It was his brother that was the one that showered maybe sometimes. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I know it's an issue. He was stupid when he did it, um, but he doesn't know any better, blah, blah, blah. And Caleb was like, honestly, I don't give a fuck. Like, re- regardless, the fact is that he did it and it's not okay. And then they were like, oh, we have to call our mom to come get us. And they were fucking like 40 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're old as did shit. Did his brother stay? This one, his brother was still. No, they left together. Yeah, Yeah. they left together because because I didn't go in the room until after they left. Because all I all I could hear was the Caleb yelling at them from like outside. As soon as I got out of the elevator, because you got out the elevator, you could see in, and I just saw him yelling at him. I was like, oh, I'm gonna stand at the balcony. (laughs) And it was it was fucking bizarre because like they were trying to argue that oh they paid for tickets so they should be able to keep going, and Caleb was like, no, that doesn't fucking matter. Like. You harassed women, not this Caleb, the other no, one. No, the big, the, the black. The, the, the con, the con uh, staff one. Um, he was like, it doesn't matter. Like, you voided any fucking admits you had when you started harassing these women. Um, 
And at the, at the, right around that time, fucking our Caleb showed up, and you actually you walked into the room a little bit, like you started <laughs> hanging out for like at the door. Oh, did I? And yeah, you just started fucking listening to this shit with me because I, I remember I was on Messenger to you guys, and I'm like, these kids yeah. are getting roasted. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, these guys are getting ass blasted right now for fucking doing whatever. <laughs> and and then like after they left. You came in, I think, and we just all kind of sat there for a second. And we didn't talk about it, but then we, and then I was like, I was like, "What a fucking party!" <laughs> and then like, fucking, we all started talking about it and how shitty it was and stuff like that. But what an experience! Where were we going with that? Can you imagine, like, like that was such a low key ass convention? That was pretty. Well, no, he that. was. Caleb was talking about that about how. The anime Zing is the worst. He's out of all the conventions he does, like Anime Midwest, which is fucking oh, that makes a coin and fucking ring, which is like the biggest one in it's yeah, the Midwest the convention. One. It's the Chicago yeah. one. It's like the biggest fucking one. He's like doesn't even compare to the fucking idiots that he gets <laughs> yeah. at, at Anime Zing. He's like and it's he's like I don't understand. He's like it's so small. There's b- not a whole lot of people that come here, but. Percentage-wise, this has the most idiots here. He's like, it's unbelievable, and I just, I don't understand how this happens or why this happens. It's the Quad Cities, dude. Like this, I feel like this place is it's just like some, popping in with fucking weirdos. Yeah, like. it's like a some fucking backwater, like terrible people thing. Like it's there are a lot of good people here. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we're from here. Well, I'm, DJ's not from here, but no. DJ's here now. Yeah, fuck all that. But it's like. There are so many fucking terrible people here, too. Just, like, so many racists, so many fucking yeah. Confederate yeah. flag-toting, fucking gun-pointing, tooth-missing, fucking trash wife-beating. We have so many domestic abuse it, fucking it, This cases. is such a... building over. <laughs> this is such exactly. a bad place, like, in so many ways. And it's so weird because the Quad Cities in itself used to be this huge metropolitan, like, paradise... It used to be on, not necessarily on par with Chicago, but it used to be bustling. Like, this shit was fucking... I mean, it's John Deere... John Deere started here! Yeah, and this I mean... John Deere headquarters, Quad Cities. Rock yeah. Island used to be, like, the fucking gangster capital of the fucking, like, Midwest. Yeah. Maybe even, the, like, the nation. And some of the most famous fucking gangsters lived in Rock Island to the point where there are still, like, prohibition tunnels underneath the city that you oh, yeah. can fucking Downtown go through. Downtown Davenport, there's, like, speakeasy. Like, you see those elevators that drop down uh, yeah. to the fucking sidewalk? Well, we've got some. I saw a news story from, I think, Channel 6 where they went down into one and it was, like, it was hidden in, like, a fake fridge. Yeah. And they, the people still kept it. And you, like, went, you opened it. And, like, moved a back panel, and you could, like, go down a walkway into this big-ass series of tunnels. But the other openings have all been, like, cemented off and closed. But, like, on the topic of, like, the gangster things, yeah, John Looney was, like, at at that time, like, in his prime, Al Capone stated that he was afraid of John Looney just because he... Looney just isn't his last name. Dude was Looney. Like, he did not (laughs) care. And, like, he has a house in Rock Island and, like, everything. And uh, the girl that I was with in high school, that she was actually related to him. He was her great-grandfather. Oh, That's fuck. Scary. So, yeah, it was kind of... That was weird. And, like, her family owns, like, the house that he used to live in. Bruh. It just went up for sale recently. There are probably bodies hidden in the fucking walls and yes. shit. That's crazy. That's wild. So, yeah, so anyway, it's so fucking weird because it used to be this huge, like, bustling metropolitan area. And now... At this point, it has become some weird post-metropolitan graveyard where it's starting to come back and have this sort of, like, revival, and we're getting a bunch of things in here, but for the longest time, since I was born up till, like, almost just, like, a year or two ago, 
it's been dead as fuck. And all that's left behind are the people that either can't get out, have some reason to stay, or that just are fucking loony as shit and have no reason to leave. Like, DJ. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I stayed. <laughs> just had this conversation <laughs> That's not all bad. But, no, that's some cool but here. take it back, take it way back. Anime Zing was fantastic, though. There were a lot of really cool people. There were a lot of great cosplay. Um, the people that did panels were really cool. There was a lot of, like, community facilitated there. A lot of cool people. And while we, while the things that resonate with us were the people that were fucking idiots, like the ones that don't take showers and that went and harassed people and grabbed people by the pussy, um, it... <laughs> That's not to say that they were, like, the driving force behind yeah. it, because there was a lot cool there, and there were a lot of people there that we met, albeit I don't remember their names. Brett, what's most the, what's of the, the one with the sword, man? Oh, my God. Uh, we'll talk about him. But, so, okay. What I'm trying to say is, if you were at Anime Zing, we're not probably talking about you. Like, most of you were fucking super cool, and we really appreciate All the, of you, but, like... Four people, four and a half. And we really appreciate the opportunities we had when we were there. It's opened up a lot for us. We've got some announcements coming up soon, which will be cool. Um, But basically, it was fucking cool for the most part. I think the coolest part on, like, a high note was, like, uh, just the guests. Like, these the huge voice actors that are doing, like, My Hero. and just big, I don't know any other anime, so that's the only one I can name. (laughs) But I know Clifford was that. Oh, my God, yeah. And just the... The respect they there gave was, us, and it wasn't, we weren't treated like we were some second class citizens, even though we felt like that. Though going into it, we did not feel special at all. But just yeah. the respect and the love that we just emitted from that place was just, it was really heartwarming. And it just felt good to just just be their friend and talk to them. And they were talking to us like we're normal people, and they were we were talking to them like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were kind of in awe. Yeah, like, we, it was fuck. y'all are talking to us at, like at least hello. The, the first day we were like, oh fuck, and I even like got autographs from, which might have been kind of weird given everything. But first of all, I want to say Clifford, you're probably not watching this. You probably won't watch this unless I send it to you. But thank you for giving us our fucking opening for the first podcast because that was super successful oh, by man. our shit, and that was super cool. At least for DJ and I to get to meet you, and you're a super cool dude. And uh, we just appreciate it, and we hope we work together on more in the future. So that's fucking cool. Thanks a lot. You're a great dude. Um, everyone else, I, there was Megan Shipman, Aaron Roberts. Um, fuck, uh, the rest of them are escaping. Aaron me. Roberts, if you don't know that guy, he was in the Walgreens ads where he had a red nose on him. <laughs> and I, I knew <laughs> he looked right. familiar for some reason, but he was in the Walmart or Walgreens ads where he had a red nose, and he showed me that. I was like, oh, no shit, that's right. From. I knew you looked familiar. Yeah. I mean, he's also like a theater actor and an anime fucking voice actor, but um, those those immediately come to mind, not necessarily because, well, mostly just because, oh, he's taking a shit? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they, they come to mind because they're the ones that are from the anime that I most likely watch, and also those are the ones we interacted with the most. Um, Megan, purely because uh, I went to her Q&A and talked to her a little bit, and also... Um, she was with uh, Cliff for a little while, and that was how I got to meet her a little bit. But um, there were a lot of great cosplay. There was some great cosplay there, yeah. Oh, but go ahead. To to throw back to what Caleb was saying about how we felt like super <clears throat> out of place is because I mean, at least at the time of writing this, or not writing this, fucking 
freestyle. Speaking about this. Speaking about Speaking about it. Go ahead. It's all Talking good. about this, I've had a little bit too much yeah. to drink. Um, uh, we have fucking less than 100 subscribers on YouTube. Altogether, we have less than like 300 people that follow us on all of our fucking outlets. But, I mean, that's not to say that our stats are particularly bad. We actually have really fucking good stats for someone as kind of tiny as us. But... Is he stuck? See? You yeah, have an issue? Oh, you good. Dude, I just took a badass piss. <laughs> yeah. So, going into Anime Zing, um, the first day we were there almost felt kind of like a disaster. We didn't have any panels. Um, we got there, and no one was telling us anything. We had, we had to go up and get our stuff, and then as soon as we walked in, one of the first things that Caleb actually, throwback, the, the con staff Caleb said was, uh, we got to talk, and he's like, how many subscribers do you have? And we're like, oh, uh... <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, I mean, of course it's not a lot, but he was like, oh, we're not paying you guys, are we? Yeah. And that fucking destroyed our souls. Like, we were on a fucking high that we were there. We were like, that was like part of our fucking break. It was the start of something new to quote a fucking song. Um. Is that High School Musical? Yeah. And there was, there was a lot of shit going on. Good job. But that fucking destroyed us. Like, after that, we were like this is just going to be a fucking wreck. Like, we're nobodies. Uh, but then, as time went on, we we went to the opening ceremony. We were actually in it when we didn't think we were going to be. We, we Which, that was, That's a story in and of itself. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell that, too. So we, we went to the opening ceremony, and then these, like, Aaron Roberts and Cliff and some other people, especially the con staff, were interacting with us. Um, if you guys have ever met Grego, he goes to some of the different conventions... And does game shows, and he was interacting with us. And it was just, there were a lot of really cool people there that were trying to help us, like, further ourselves and further the things we were doing for charity and for YouTube and just trying to branch out. And uh, I think the biggest turning point for that was probably towards the end, actually, which is kind of counterproductive considering we uh, were fucking done at that point. But after we did our first Comcade Live panel, which was, honest to God, I thought was just going to be, like, six people show up and we just fucking shit the bed... Um, we had a full packed ass room and then we had people coming to us afterwards telling us that that was the best panel at the entire convention, that they were super happy with it and that they really liked what we did and it was super funny. And that honestly and just it, fucking... it was Sunday at noon. Yeah. At like just a weird ass time and we were just not and it wasn't the time we wanted because we wanted to get Clifford in there because he wanted to be a part of it. So we want to do something with him, and they scheduled one of his Q, a keynote Q and A with him yeah. at the same time in the big hall while we're in a little ass one. And that so was a fucking mess. We so just from the start, it was just fuck. That yeah. was that we were fuck would define our feeling for the convention and, at the beginning. And, and not to mention not knowing what the fuck we were gonna do. Dude. Yeah, we had no fucking clue except for like some real brief shit. And on Sunday, just to give you an idea, like less than half the people that showed up the rest of the days were actually there at the convention. Uh, just because Sunday was like the closing day, people had to get ready for work or something other, whatever the fuck they were doing. But panel? we still had it. What? Wasn't our panel Saturday? Was it Saturday? Yeah, because the rave was Saturday night. Blah, and all, and oh, you're right. Show. No, it oh, was on a Saturday. Yeah. Um, it was still at fucking noon. Yeah. Well, okay. No, we had the people coming to us on Sunday telling us that was it. So <clears throat> at noon, while the other panel going on, like there was one right next to us that had someone else doing a Q&A, one of the voice actors. And then there was one going on on a big stage. Uh, on the other side of the building, that actually had, like, three voice actors all doing some big Q&A thing. It was, like, one of the biggest fucking panels of the whole time. And so we were like, how do we put up with that? Like, how do we fucking, like, compete 
with three of the most popular people here that people came here for. And meanwhile, we had a whole fucking filled room. People saying we had the best panel over the one that was going on at the same time as us. Any of the panels that went on at the time. And it was just, it was such a fucking enlightening moment. And it made everything feel so much better at the time we were there. Because it was such a stark difference from where we entered that Friday to when we left that Sunday. Knowing that, like, just everything had fucking changed in terms of our perspective at the time. And it was so weird. But yeah, really cool. we were done. Like, <laughs> it was like, Friday was like, we're not doing this fucking shit again. This is a just, we just felt, it was embarrassing. Yeah, we to, were To defeated. have somebody sit there and be like, we're not paying you, right? Like, that shit... Like, don't ask a dumbass question like that, because A, you can't change it if we are getting paid, and B, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like, that, it was, it it really felt like he was just saying that out of disrespect, which hurt. Yeah, exactly. And I think, well, there are two things about this. One is that if I had to pick one word to describe how we felt, I think it was depressed, because at the time, we had plans to come through and make, like, a bunch of videos about the convention, and we wanted to do a lot. And none of that happened because at the time, like, we would be like, do we want to do this? And we were just like, eh, nah. Um, And so most of it was just us fucking sitting around until eventually that change of mind came. But by the time that came, it was like late ass Saturday. Saturday night after. Saturday night. And then then we fucking (laughs) drank and went to the rave and partied hardy with uh, Greg Ayers, who's really fucking cool, too, by the way. Dope ass music. Yeah. Look him up. Um, And then also, the thing that's dumb about that is. When you comment on something that someone's doing like that, obviously, if we're there, it's not because we're fucking, like, popular. Because we definitely are. Not even now, as I fucking say this. We're not popular by any, like, huge stretch of the imagination. And don't get me wrong, the, like, near 100 subscribers we have are fucking awesome. You all are super cool. We love you guys. We love you guys. But when it comes down to it, when you are at a convention like that, it's not because you're popular unless you, like, actually are, but it's because you're seeking opportunities to get to a point like that. So it's fucking stupid and ignorant to say, oh, well, it's a good thing we're not paying you because, of course, you're not fucking paying us. Like, when it comes down to it, we're trying to get to a point where you will. Man, I'm fucking mad all over again at this shit. Like, I'm, I'm, like, having PTSD. Like, man, fuck this guy. But then he was so cool other than that. Like, that one comment he made was shit. But other than that, he was super cool, and I liked the guy. But yeah. just that one comment, man, that crushed us. But see, and I think I think it was actually a valuable experience, too, though, because at the time, the metric that I think drove us the most was, like, oh, we have, like, fucking, like, 90 subscribers. That's cool. But after the convention, I think I started to see things in regards to our channel more as, like, the skill we have and the the output we produce with the as time a, we as have. opposed to yeah. like our subscriptions and our concrete numbers because regardless of the fact of whether we have one subscriber or one million the fact is we showed up to that convention not getting paid with fucking like not shit and we fucking killed it they like, didn't pay for parking yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we we showed All up three days we got though. fucked on parking <laughs> yeah and the idea that we showed up regardless and we fucking killed it we had according to a lot of people the best panel that was there and not not to say that i thought it was any better than anything anyone else did i thought it was well we okay that shit yeah, was did, fucking lit dude yeah. but when i came out of the table as a hamster <laughs> i don't remember what the fuck it was <laughs> um, y'all should have been there yeah but the, the thing is like it made me realize that we aren't necessarily defined by our numbers. We're defined by what we're able to do. What the fuck? You get real deep. <laughs> well, real I'm just, well, what I'm trying to say is, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, 
like whether we have one or one million, like I was saying, the fact is we can fucking show up and kill this shit. And so it, it doesn't really matter to me anymore. I'm not super. Do you think Steve Carell had a million subscribers when he did The Office? No. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Cunt. Uh, a lot of people don't like that word. I probably shouldn't have just yelled it. That's it's fine. Like, we've been talking about dicks and cum and hey, you know, like okay, well, I regret dick what? The fucking convention what do you though? regret? Like big time regret. That one chick. Oh my god. Uh, Night Nightwing. No, no Nightwing. Oh, oh my god, Nightwing. Nightwing. All right, this but, is this but, is if if any of you get talked about at this point, we're not sorry. No, not at all. <laughs> this hey. Look, you fine as fuck. There was, that, one, there was one girl, there's some that, Harvey Weinstein shit here, that, but fuck that it. cosplayed as some chick from Kill a Kill. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I spent like she an kept, hour we were sitting at a table <laughs> and she was talking to someone, and I don't know if she was doing it on purpose, but she kept bouncing. And DJ and I, like, Bro, I looked I over at shit. DJ and he looked at me, and we realized we were both staring because her ass was completely visible under her little skirt, and we were like, oh god. But see, here's the difference. I didn't go fucking be weird and be like, hey, let me go yeah, touch we, your Yeah, that's ass. the thing. Like, we, the guy with the fucking... That's probably the exact same person you that got harassed by the dude with the probably, fucking... Dude. Uh, body pillow. But what I'm trying I'm to say I'm surprised you didn't harass me, I mean, with yeah. my ass. Whew. Yeah, especially that, in the Spider-Man costume. That shit was but, tight. Uh, they have... We haven't posted any picture. Yeah, if this is on YouTube, you gotta slap... You gotta slap... Like, the one where, in the, where I'm on the parking garage, you gotta really? slap that one up there. <laughs> all, dude, yeah. that shit's fat. But straight up, if you cosplay Kill a Kill, hey, hit me up. What the, well, I don't know if you... Nah, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know how old you fucking were. Yeah, uh, that's that's where it was If you're weird. 18 and cosplayed Kill a Kill a Kill... Hit us up with a picture on Twitter, at Comcade Network, and maybe we'll hit slide. Or post on our comments at <laughs> Pornhub.com slash user slash Comcade. Also, to keep in mind that we're, we've been drinking, and it's probably not appropriate what I we're haven't. saying right now. I haven't been drinking. That's, yeah, he's, he's he up, hasn't yeah. been drinking. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so okay. Is there anything else you want to say about Anime Zing before we it, move it on? It was great. I had a great time. I fuck with that rave, even though it was like twenty people. There. Yeah, I want to. I want to tell. So when they announced us, or like oh, yeah. the opening ceremony, right? They've got everybody in this big hall, and they're doing like they're doing like a little introduction skit. The the announcers that they do and. It's funny, funny, and then they start announcing everybody, oh, Greg Ayers, our music guy, gonna do the raise, blah, blah, they go up, they say a little spiel, and then they go sit down, and then the, uh, they bring a, uh, Cliff wasn't there, he was late. Yeah, Cliff was, like, late on his flight And then Aaron Rodgers, Rob... Aaron Roberts. Roberts. Also, though, it's important to know prior that no one let us know where the opening ceremony was. Yeah, they didn't know. We had no idea. We had to ask somebody that we knew, like, hey, where's opening ceremony? Yeah, like, and the weird thing is we we sent a text message to our, uh, because the way that the people that run these conventions work is they they assign you a person that is on con staff, and you have their number, and you can text or call them whenever you have, like, some question. Um, and we had no fucking clue, and the guy wasn't responding to us because he was in the actual fucking opening ceremony, and so we had to ask a friend of ours, and the thing we didn't know is there was an entire building across the street that also had, like, the main stage in it. Yeah, that's where all the the big keynotes were and stuff. And so we fucking take off running across the street to get there because we're like, we might as well fucking go just in case, um, because our itinerary said we were supposed to be on it, but no one told us anything about it, so we were like, we're probably not. Um, and... As soon as we get there... Well, it didn't say to, that we were on it. It just was saying, like, opening ceremony. Well, it, it was, like, things that you're expected to be at. Oh, okay. It was, like, so it had, like, our panels and the opening ceremony and oh. the closing ceremony, which we were there for but never got fucking called up for. Yeah. But anyway, 
Uh, continue, but make sure to mention how we fucking happened as soon as we walked into the yeah, fucking room. So, like, we, we walked into the room, and, like, it's it's going on. And so we sit in the very back. Uh, we both got backpacks. We both got our cameras just strapped around our necks. Because, like we said, we were planning on doing, like, vlogs and shit. And just doing some kind of maybe a funny skit here or there. And it, our fucking moral got demolished, so we just never did any of that. It was like, fucking kill us. And, uh... <laughs> we got a fucking suicide pact on the stage. Dude, it was bad. bad. <laughs> we, were, we were so defeated. Like, it was so sad, but yeah. continued. And so they're calling everybody up, and then they're just like, and Comcade! And we're... We just kind of fucking looked at each other like, oh, hello? Oh. Like, like, and DJ wasn't meet? here at this point, by the way. DJ came in on Saturday, so it was yeah. just Caleb and I. And so we, we, me and Kyle just looked at each other like, is this happening? Like, where the hell? And so we've got all our shit, and so we start, like, running up to the stage from the back row. <laughs> we've got, we're setting our shit against the wall with our fucking expensive-ass cameras, like, please don't get stolen. And we're running up to, like, a uh, Comcade. And then I'm like, oh, we're here! We're, we're here! <laughs> screaming from the back as we're running. Yeah. And they're, they're like, oh, you're in the back? And we're like, well, we didn't fucking know. Yeah. I was like, nobody told us we are going to be on! Yeah, we actually said that shit. We're like, no one told us where it was at. We just got here. And then, like, we got up, and we were, we didn't, we hadn't prepared anything. We had no idea we were doing this. They give us a mic, and then they give us two mics, and we're like, uh... Hello, we are Comcade, and we just spit some shit. We're like, uh, we're grateful to be here, blah, blah, blah. You probably don't know us. You probably shouldn't know us. And it was just, it was a disaster. Well, no, because our, our speech ended up being pretty decent. Like, at first it was kind of, like, fucking cringy because we were, like, we were as lost as everyone breath. else was. You were out of breath because you opened it and you're like, huh. Let me catch my breath. Yeah, I, 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 I fucking sprinted up there. Yeah, and then I fucking, like, leapt up onto the stage in one major fucking leap. And yeah, they had everybody else in, like, this back little room where they could just walk upstairs up to the stage. And we're fucking just hopping up on the stage over, like, the fucking... <laughs> yeah, we had to, like, leap up over cords in this fucking stage that was, like, three-fourths my height. <laughs> fucking... I don't know. I feel like that fits our image, though. Yeah, I feel like it definitely, it definitely helped. I think it it definitely helped. Like, okay, who are these who are these goofballs? They have my attention. Grandpa, I want to talk about Grandpa. Was the number one Dude, MVP. MVP. Guy. There was this old guy, and we were. Where did we first meet Grandpa? Uh, we were. Sitting. He was at your. No, it was before the. No, YouTube okay, talk. we were sitting on the thing between Con Suite and the regular yep. building eating ramen. And he stops by and he goes, oh, I saw you guys at the opening ceremony. Mm -hmm. um, what do you guys do? And so we told him that we were YouTubers and that we were doing comedy shit here. And then we all got to talking about like what he does, what we do, and all that different shit. And, and that's how we met. Yeah, like he, he came because he was taking... He does this every year, he says, and he, he brings as many kids as he can fit in his van to that want to go <laughs> that sounds weird. really bad that's but like it's bad. like a field trip thing for a uh, school yeah it's a church school that was a few miles out yeah or no it was way out yeah he was way out and so he he drives them all the way up here and so they can come and he's got like nine kids that he brings and uh so we didn't think anything of it after talking to him and then like uh Kyle's YouTube panel comes and he's He's there. We see him there, and he's got a pen and a notepad, and he's writing and taking down notes. And I'm like, okay, Grandpa. Okay, this... I still don't know his name. I mean, we just called him Grandpa. I don't know if we ever knew his name for sure. No, because Grandpa was good enough. And so that was that. 
and that was cool. That night ended, and then we see him the next day, and we're we're chitting, chatting with him, and and then we tell him about our our panel and stuff, and then he comes and he comes to our panel, and <coughs> excuse me. In the middle of it, he gets up and leaves, and I'm like, oh no, yeah, grandpa. Hurt, grandpa. And like I felt we hurt. were we were doing a lot of raunchy stuff. So I wasn't surprised, but I was hurt because... Wait, was he there for the whole YouTube panel? Or Yeah, he stayed for the whole YouTube panel, taking notes the whole time. Like, okay, so we didn't... Well, well, well I'm just going to say this real quick. So I did the YouTube panel, and it was basically like, Caleb was there for moral support and to like set the camera up. And we ended up recording it, but I didn't put it up because it was just kind of lame. And it was mostly just me fucking being lame as shit for an entire hour, trying to explain like YouTube metrics and shit. Uh, but... That that was the first thing that we had that made us think like, hey, maybe this ain't too bad because there were like six or seven people that showed up that were actually like asking questions and really fucking interested, and that was really cool. But Grandpa stayed there the whole time. Yeah, and then he left the Comcade one, and that was it was disheartening. It was like we've let down. It was like letting down a family member, you know, like like he thought <laughs> it up. it's like your grandpa, and he thinks so highly of you, and then he finds out that you make a living doing videos on the internet, and he's just so <laughs> disappointed. You're like. But Grandpa, I like Get a real <laughs> And But come to find out, it was because one of the kids that he brought on the field trip needed him, and he didn't want to leave. And I was like, Grandpa, I knew you was a true homie. Oh, wait, was that it? Yeah. I never knew that. Dude, he, yeah. He came up, like, after our panel, like, talked mm-hmm. to fucking good team. He was like, I'm sorry about that. I just, I had to take care of something with the kids. So I was like, I knew you wouldn't leave us, Dude, Grandpa. What a, what a true homie. Yeah, though. like, that is, that is heartwarming, the fact that, like, and honest to God, he is he's just old enough that I don't think he would like resonate with our type of humor. Absolutely. So like not. I mean, even if he did just a little bit though, it's like he was there to support us just as much as he was there to see the content. And that is fucking cool from someone that we just like met and got to know at the convention. Yeah. What, what really got me is like at the closing ceremony, how like when they were like calling out. <laughs> oh guests, yeah. Like, yes. They were like, Are there any more guests in the building? I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to No, we didn't want to be like Comcade's here. We're here, you fucks. Jesus. Yeah, because they didn't even call us. They were just like, they were like, is there anyone else? And then they were like, oh yeah, Greg Ayers. And he went up and then they're like, "Uh, was there anyone else that we didn't call? And they didn't call us. But fucking grandpa, dude, like out of nowhere, Comcade. Yeah. And like, we're sitting in the back again because obviously, you know, we're fucking late for the convention or for the closing ceremony. And then we just hear... Grandpa! Or <laughs> <laughs> we just start hearing Comcade, and we're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Where were we in the front? We were in the very front. We were yeah. in the very front, because we were actually ready for it this time. Yeah. We're like, we're not going to fucking be late for this one. Like, yeah. And then, but the thing is, too, like, the whole time, like, he went, Comcade, and they didn't hear him. And then he kept, like, talking to us. He's like, he's like, that's bullshit. They should have had you guys up yeah, there. Like, Grandpa was he? That's, that shit felt good. He was I, like, all the people, that shit felt good. Yeah. Big shout out to the homie Grandpa. If you're out there, Grandpa, man, shoot us a tweet. Do yeah, something. And if you're one of the grandma. kids by chance that ended up coming with a dude that was a little older man, on a bus or some shit to the Quad Cities Anime Zay, so Grandpa hit us up. Point him to this and have him hit us up on like Twitter or Facebook or some shit because we would like to. Or like email. Does he? E- he probably emails. A-O-L. Or fax. Send us a fax. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you my pager number. Yeah, just hit us up with a DM on Twitter. We got you somehow. He has yeah. no fucking clue what a DM is. Because, Grandpa, you're, like, number one fan right now. Yeah, for real. Sure. Like, there are people that have, like, watched our shit more. But honestly, those acts made you more important to us, yeah. like, by far. Because that, that's some true homie shit right there. That was... It was... that That's the kind of shit that it's like, wow, okay, that's why we're doing this. This is why we're here. Yeah. Like, yeah. That shit was heartwarming. 
Good job, Grandpa. Uh, oh, there's like one more story I've got in mind. So, at one point, Caleb had a fucking Spider-Man onesie that he used to put on. It was like a morph suit. And he fucking went out to his car. To, I think he said to put his camera away. And we were sitting here. And he comes back in the fucking Spider-Man morph suit, sliding around the place. Before that, no, before that. So, he goes out. And he just disappears. So we're, we're like, where the fuck is Caleb? And he hits me up. He's like, hey, I'm outside. I can't see shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, was, I was like, hold up, bro. Because you guys out. were in a pain. You guys were in the panel with, uh, you guys were in. We were doing that fucking quiz show. Oh, yeah, because we got to, they called me up to go and perform with uh, Clifford against Aaron Roberts and. Megan. Well, Clifford Megan called you. Yeah. Well, yeah, Clifford was like, because it was like each guy, each guy gets to pick up a guest to come up with them. And it was. Uh, no, it was three. It was two teams of three, and it was Cliff, uh, and the one other voice actor dude whose name escapes me and me, and then it was Aaron and Megan and one other guest. And I fucking almost carried that game for our entire team. <laughs> You're pointing at the microphone with, <laughs> with my copious amounts of weeaboo knowledge. Yeah, straight up, like no lie, I thought you were gonna choke, but you did that shit, dude. I fucking destroyed it, and you should have fucking... been recording it because I was fucking destroying. <laughs> but they ended up winning by like one point. I was so mad. But anyway, we were doing that, and he was like, I can't see. Yeah, I can't see. So I fucking go outside and, like, <laughs> just see this motherfucker sitting on a bench <laughs> and lose my shit. So <laughs> he gets up, and the first thing he says to me, he's like, hey, can you see my dick in this? <laughs> so I had to look at Originally, I, I bought this special spandex <laughs> that was, like, super tight on the dick so that, like... Because I'm not trying to walk around with the... Because there's some some younger kids there. I'm not trying to be the dude that's walking around with this schlong hanging out that has to get evacuated out because he's a possible pedophile with his dick hanging out at a convention. And I'm a fucking special... Well, quote-unquote special guest. I wasn't trying to get kicked out for my fucking schlong. See, they didn't fucking know, though. Because, like... Well, did anybody... I also didn't want to have to run away in my Spider-Man costume, either. Yeah, and so he fucking, he comes strolling in, and we're fucking, I think it was, was it Sunday, did you put it on, or was it, like, Saturday, like, it was early-ish? Saturday. Regardless, at some point, we fucking come strolling through, and someone's like, oh, that's a good costume, do you want to join our cosplay contest? (laughs) And and Caleb, he goes, fuck yeah, I do. (laughs) And so she takes his picture against a wall, and he strikes a fucking pose. The Spider-Man pose, you know, with the, I got the web shooters. Yeah, and he he fucking, I swear to God, he almost fucking won. Just in a fucking Spider-Man morph suit, and his his picture was like... (laughs) In an album on their Facebook page. Oh, and all that's the right. We should pull yeah. it out. Yeah. That's how pull I fucking found up. it. Because I remember I was yeah. looking at shit like a month later. And I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, these are all really good. And then I found the person that won. I'm like, yeah, they were the cabbage person from fucking uh, Avatar. 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 Hey, they were good. Yeah, that was really good. Really they good. had like a wooden cart and everything. That shit could have knocked somebody out. And I'm flipping through. And then I... <laughs> I, I <laughs> Click past Caleb, and I keep going, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and I go back, and I'm like, there's that fucking, you got that thick ass and that Spider-Man. That ass, dog. <laughs> oh, I still have that. Yeah. We, the original plan for that was to uh, go it? to the Amazing Spider-Man premiere. Yeah, premiere Spider-Man right? Homecoming, because we, we went to oh, yeah, our... Homecoming. We no, went not, to, is it Homecoming? Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah. yeah. We went to uh, our fucking Thanks. news interview. That's weird. They they named a movie, and then... Because usually, you know, you don't have... When you watch a movie, it's not like... You don't go and see Superman. The first one was Superman, and then it's like Superman Returns, you know? It's X-Men, and then X-Men First Class. It's not... Feel you. Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man 2. No, it was, no, it was, it was, well, they did Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, 
And then they did The Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 1 and 2. 2. And then they did Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming. That's what he's saying, though. Like, why is there a fucking title attached to it if it's, like, the first one? You know what I'm saying? Because those were all reboots of the series. I think it was just to differentiate because they weren't going to redo the whole fucking Uncle Ben arc. <laughs> for the, Cause for the fucking time. 500th time. Yeah. So, where was I going with that? Um, oh, yeah. So, we went to our news interview, um, which is up on our channel, by the way, on the announcement video for Comcade Live. Wait, it's up there? Yeah, it's well, it's it's tagged on to the end of our fucking uh, Comcade Live announcement because we were like, oh, we were on the news. Here's this, and it. Oh, I didn't know. It. Yeah. Um, there. I've never seen the video of it. We'll have to check it out. Um, so we were like, the first idea was for him to wear the fucking Spider-Man costume <laughs> on the news, and I was I was Down trying as to fuck. <laughs> I was trying to take. I was going to wear a fanny pack to hide the bulge because, you know, I didn't want to put that on TV. And then pull a fucking burrito out of it and start eating it. Yeah, in the middle. But, like, I've got a morph suit on. I can't eat a burrito. So I was just going to smash the burrito into the morph suit and try and suck through some guacamole or something. And so I I talked it over with one of the producers, and they were like, we probably should. And honestly, at this point, because I've I've been working there for, like, seven, eight months now. At this point, I would have been like, you fucking come in in that Spider-Man suit and you do it hard. (laughs) <laughs> but at the time, I had only been there for like a few months. I was like, all right, let's not do it. Let's just play it by the book. And so we fucking... Gotta do your cooking by the book. <laughs> and so we, we came in, we did it. And then the idea was, we bought this lav mic and we were like, fuck it. We're going to hook it up to your phone. You're going to put on the thing and we're going to clip it inside the suit or some shit. And you're going to run around and fucking ask people about like different shit and just do Spider-Man shit. And then it's not super loud. You can do it from the mic. Next convention. Uh, what? Next convention. Yeah, and so fucking, we didn't end up doing that, but we did end up going to see Homecoming right after our news interview, Uh, but then we were like, fuck it, we're not going to do it here, so let's do it at the convention, and then we didn't do it at the convention because we had that whole demoralized thing. We were really down. I didn't realize that shit. Like, like before our panel, we were Yeah, we were fucking, like, depressed as shit. Yeah, because, like, we didn't even, we didn't even, like, we were like, we need an idea, and we were like, wow, what are we gonna do? What can we do that's funny? Nothing. And so we, uh, yeah. fuck it. So we didn't even have a, like a solid plan. We're like, let's just play a fucking game on our phones and make them watch. Damn. Yeah. So we just did that was pretty much it. Like yeah, it was. Much. We didn't want to make a plan of anything. It was, but that fucking worked beautifully. Beautiful. Like that was, that was great. Yeah, that was. Great. And I think it was like the the turning point was like we were all there and it was just kind of like. Like, hey guys, you know, whatever, but then, like, someone told it, like, a little fucking joke, and then the room erupted, and I think that was it. Like, that was fucking, that's what got us to go, and after the first laugh... I think it was when we were first setting up the cameras, and, and you were... Exclusive-ass freestyle, you yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, well, the freestyle got that shit Dude, going. Dude, we cool. lost it. It's not on my camera. I just went to look for it. You know what I should do? I should hit up the, the guy that put together that yeah. montage, because he has a video of it. He just cut the audio out to put it in the montage. Oh, we should yeah. see if he has it. Oh, Fuck really. it. For, for you guys that weren't there, like fucking losers and didn't come see us, <laughs> me and DJ spit a hot, well, I spit a hot freestyle with DJ give me a hot ass beat, beatboxing <laughs> that shit. And we went up for a good last solid 45 <laughs> seconds. That shit was, yeah, I mean, my lips were on fire because that shit was so hot. Toasty. And I mean, we're dropping our album with Big Shaq here in the coming months. You know, he hit us up. Yeah, after it's that. called Man's Kinda Hot. <laughs> yeah, man's lukewarm. <laughs> man's got hepatitis. Dude, summer's ours, dog. <laughs> oh, what were you saying though? When we were trying to set up the camera. Oh yeah, when we were trying to set up the camera, and uh, 
Because I thought we were using your camera, and you're like, no, we're using your camera. I was like, we're not fucking know we're using our camera. And it was like, <laughs> okay, so they like when we're yelling at each other, okay? okay. And then you all started calling me racist. I And even the people in the fucking, like, the, the audience started calling me racist when I wasn't. And then I fucking walked out of the room. Okay, here's why they were calling me racist. Kyle wasn't, Kyle didn't play the game. Kyle was, like, the scorekeeper, the point giver. The one the, that read off the thing. And yeah. was like, I was like basically the, 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 the talk show, not the talk show. I was, he was we, like we, Howie Mandel and Dealer No yeah. Deal. You know, he's important. The guest is important. Well, I don't know if I was super, continue. But yeah. And so he was giving out points and he didn't want to give DJ a point for something that he did. And I immediately said, that sounds racist. Because, <laughs> oh you know, if, if you yeah. didn't know, DJ is, uh, as you would say, uh, African-American. Or you colored, know. you know, whichever. He is a colored folk. <laughs> <laughs> that's racist, He's, isn't that's it? That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I said that. I was like, Kyle, are you, are you racist? And he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not fucking racist. I was like, Kyle, that sounds pretty racist. Guys. Do you guys think Kyle's racist for not giving my black friend DJ a point? And even DJ was like, he's like, yeah, that's fucking racist. (laughs) And then I started, Kyle's racist. Kyle's racist. And the whole fucking room started chanting that I'm racist. And the kid that kept fucking dabbing just like stood up. was like, you're racist, Kyle. Yeah. And I fucking, I'm like, that's it. I walked out of the fucking room and closed the door. Yeah. Oh my god, that's good. About and that then I came shit. back in and it like kept happening. I'm like, I'm not fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I could get. I got 30 people to yell at Kylo. He's racist. That's an accomplishment. I forgot about that one. Check that shit out. Yeah, I would never forget that shit when a whole room started chanting that I was racist. <laughs> when one of my best fucking friends. Is, oh my god. Oh shit, that was great. Solid five out of seven moments. Solid, Easy. Solid. Dude. Easy five out of seven. <laughs> Oh Fuck. shit! No, uh, as a whole, that fucking convention was that was a success, dude. Yeah, yeah and I, the, I think the best part, like beyond anything that happened, was that like especially the beginning of it when we were demoralized, it was like we hadn't done a lot of shit for the channel in a while, and like shit was just kind of going downhill, and we were all just kind of fucking like meh about it. But after that, it was like some sort of revitalization. When it's on like the you know we were doing. Uh, like we had a renewed sense of purpose yeah I don't know if you've ever done meth before but it's kind of like that you know you just did a whole bunch of meth <laughs> fresh brewed out of your mom's bathtub <laughs> he did look at him like yeah he said don't wow, act that's... like you've never put fucking meth in your ass I've never don't shut up alright shut up I mean shut bruh I'm black like there are other fucking drugs that we go to you know I don't fucking yeah but you're meth. hanging with two white people I know. You're gonna do meth. It's inevitable. <laughs> and mm-hmm. on that note, we're gonna take a little intermission here. Uh, Insert the music. No, we don't do the music. Can we do music? Can we throw some music? Is that our shit? Every time somebody beatboxes, have you guys seen Men in Black 2? Where he's like, he's the whole post room. Yeah, because he's trying to uh, remind, I forget the old guy's name, I love him though. Will Smith's trying to remind him, he's like, everybody, oh, yeah. or no, it's the old man telling Will Smith, everybody's an alien or something like that. Yeah. No, 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 no. 
Will Smith's telling the old man everybody's an alien, and then he goes yeah, to the, the one. Yeah, two is the one where he forgets. The right? one that's he's sorting the mail, and he's like, boom, bas, boom, bas, boom, beninga, beninga. and I remember that line because it makes me laugh every time. Because a poopinga, I'm like a pooping. What? I can't say that word. And it just gets me every time I think about it, and that's all I can think when people beatbox. I well. Oh, speaking of beatbox, no. when we come back, we're going to talk about Vines in Vine 2. Are we? Yeah, we are, because I got a, a beatbox mind that was making me laugh. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back. We'll be right back, folks. Love you. Oh. Kisses. Or do we? Hey, we hope you're enjoying the episode so far. There's a lot to come, so stay tuned. We want to take this opportunity to wish you a happy holiday season, since this will probably be our last episode before the end of it. If it isn't, then, uh, oops. Regardless, happy holidays. Also, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, then slay right into our DMs on Twitter or contact our business email that's available on our YouTube page. Your ad would go right here in the intermission. Hey! I thought everybody was going to go, hey. Oh. Hey! hey. Welcome back. Welcome to Cascade, episode whatever this comes out as. Five? Probably three. Oh, we've only done two? Well, two that are out. But the thing is, like, we've got got a few recorded that'll... And then the ones that'll get recorded, and I don't know what order they're gonna go out in. Yeah, fuck. But in sequential order of being recorded, number tres. Tres. Un, deux, trois. In importance, number two. Because Clifford, number one. Always. So, back to what I was talking about with the vine... With the uh, the men in black thing with the beatboxing, there was uh, just a vine I remember, and it was just some kid that was like beatboxing in his room. No, I and then dropped it. This guy's like, "Wow, your your son's a really good beatboxer," and he just turns to him and he's like, "He's schizophrenic." Or <laughs> 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 he's schizophrenic or Tourette's. I think it's Tourette's. He has Tourette's or something like that. Either way, fuck it. And that leads me to fucking Vine two point. Oh, well, first let's talk about some of the older vines that we really like. If we got any, uh, and then we'll move on. Oh, well, favorite vines. I know your favorite vine. Well, I don't know if it's my favorite anymore, but for a while, Peanut Butter <laughs> Baby was my fucking favorite. I don't know why, but it killed me. That's the one where the, the fucking... They're on, like, an island in the kitchen, and they're just fucking covered in... The, the daughter covered the brother in fucking peanut butter, and the mom's like... Do you like that? <laughs> he goes, duh. <laughs> we got fucking, I fucking love uh, that was good. And he's the slap of the belly. Duh. Duh. <laughs> I want to be there. I want to get there. I want to get there. Somebody. I want to get to a fucked up where I'm like, let's create the peanut butter video vine. Dude, that's tonight. Fuck it. We're going to cover you with peanut butter. If you guys listen this long and you want us to do it, fucking throw it in the comment and be like, if we get one comment that says to recreate it, we gonna recreate that shit. <laughs> you that can't go back on that. I cannot. We also, will recreate just the to, fuck out of that. Just to throw it back, there's a Resident Evil episode where he he said that if something happened, he would glue his nutsack to a table. <laughs> what was that? Or like he would staple his nutsack to a table. So what was the what was I the don't thing? Remember what it was? Well, go back. But it was something it. realistic. So let's make that happen. Fuck it. Let's rewind right now. I, I, I was telling you about that the yeah, other night, did. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids are a lot of that. money, so fuck them. Uh, so anyway, there's that one, and then it was... I don't know if it was oh. ever a Vine or if it was just something that was on YouTube, but... Don't yeah. fuck kids. Hold on, let me go. <laughs> I said fuck them. Don't do that. 
Fuck uh, the idea of kids, not kids. I fucking love that pedophiles. one. I know this is one of your favorites too, Caleb, where it goes, there's only one thing worse, worse than, than a rapist. rapist. And he pulls down the piece of paper, <laughs> boom, a, a, a child. child. <laughs> no, I love that one. Also, if you guys didn't know, and we didn't know until I looked it up one day after we were talking about it, it's actually part of like a two or three episode YouTube series from like way back in the day, and yeah. they, they didn't continue it, but it's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, the guy's really funny. He does, he's got a lot of vines, like... He didn't post the vines, but people took clips of his show and used them as vines. He's like, the one, it's like, there's a lot of perks of being gay in the office. And he's like, going to the copy move, or the copier, and he's like, move out of my way. I'm gay. <laughs> and he's just fucking yelling at people. And then he's like, yeah, I, there's another one. He's like, I'm, I, you know, I work in the office is pretty nice. I like it. And then he's like, fuck off, Janice. I don't care about your sweater or something <laughs> like that. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones that I really like. My um, are there any vines that you really like, DJ? Do you know who King Vader is? Vader? Vader, the guy that makes like dancing vines. No, no Black if you brought one up, he's maybe like he's always know. smiling like this. No, no, I'm white, so I don't watch. Oh Black my god, vines. that reminds me of the the oh watermelon guy. You guys remember that? Watermelon? I fucking hate that dude. I don't know why. <laughs> Mar, his name is like Marlon too, or Marlon. Yeah, watermelon. I don't know why, but at the time I was all about that he's shit. shit. He's like, yeah, he looks shit. like a fucking gremlin, dude. But <laughs> I loved those vines. I don't know why. Yeah, like, and then he ran out of the. His watermelon ones were they were funny. They were creative. They were unique. But then they just kind of he recycled ideas. Yeah, and then it turned. He started doing other vines, and he's they weren't as creative and they weren't Not as funny. funny. But like his watermelon ones were so good, they were so creative. Like the the rhyme schemes that he used and the connections, they were unexpected and they were funny and it was great. And then he just fucked. He fucked off, dude. He took his fucking vine off. money and jerked off with it. Fuck you. You know, I wish that some. Okay, well, actually, let's talk about vine two, and I'll bring that up later. Vine 2.0, dude, I'm excited. Like, I to this day, I don't go a day without watching a Vine compilation, if I have to be honest. That gives me life. What's Vine 2.0? Okay, so Vine? the creator of Vine just recently teased that he wants to make Vine 2.0. And I don't know if it was like 100%. It was just a tweet. I'm pretty sure it was just a tweet with the picture that said Vine 2. Yeah, and so he wants to, like, remake Vine and bring uh, it back. Uh um, Vine was a shit, dude. Dude, it was the shit. And I'm excited if it comes back. Because like, I wasn't into Vine when it was a thing. But now that it's gone, like that's when I'm finally catching up with everything. So if Vine 2 rolls around, you bet your ass I'm going to get in on watching that shit. I wish... Because yeah. like, when Vine first came out, you couldn't edit the Vines, right? Yeah. You just... You had that six seconds and you had to do it. If you got it wrong, you had to retake it. And I feel like the most creative Vines came out of that. Because if it wasn't creative, you weren't going to spend the time to remake it. Yeah. Over and over and over every time you messed up. And so I feel like the most creative vines came out of that time because it had to be creative or you weren't, you got mad. You're like, I'm, this isn't worth it. This joke isn't worth it. And once you started to be able to edit, you got all those stupid magicians that would just do video effects. And that was all over the place. Like that Rick fucking lax guy or whatever. Yeah. What an idiot. Like, fuck that guy. And then like, he just does math. He's like, bet I can guess your age. And it's like, just simple calculations. Like, no fucking Aww. shirt it's guess like, my age. Or it's like, fucking choose, like, think of this and then think of the yeah. first letter. But it's like, all there and are three different does, fucking choices it's that like are split. Elephant, or like, think of an animal that starts with E. Nobody else is going to think of anything that doesn't start with E. And then it's like, think of a country that starts with, uh, 
you, and then everyone thinks Uruguay or something like that. Or it's just United. States. Okay, it wasn't you, but it was something. It was something where people just you don't think of anything else. It's yeah. like that's the first thing that comes to your mind, yeah. and that's what you use. And it, it literally narrows it down to where there's only like literally one choice. And then he's like, "If I guess it, you gotta share the video." It's like, no, no, and it's like, of course you got. And the, my my fucking family falls for it all the time. And I'm so fucked every single time. I came so close to just writing on the fucking status, you're an idiot. No, I, <laughs> well, not really. I wouldn't do that to my family, but like, it's just, I'm like, are you, are you fucking real? You didn't realize that this is the case? And at one point I even pointed it out to my mom and it was like, I fucking gave her an epiphany. Like she was like, oh my God, you're right. And I'm like, what the fuck? I feel like Vine is like twisted my humor. Like, I, I think vines are funny as shit, and then like when people ask me like, "Why don't you think this is funny?" and "What do you think is funny?" I'm like, "Do you watch vines?" Like, nah. Well, shit. I mean, I don't know what to tell you then, because well, then you're a fucking loser. You don't yeah. watch vine, yeah. and I don't get the people that are like, ah, "I just don't like vine." I'm like, what? "What didn't you like about it?" Like, I understand if you don't like the new vines because they were overproduced. The the thing I liked about vine, they're simple. They usually had some punchline to them, and. They had some creative process that went into it. Because if it wasn't creative, you weren't going to try and get the takes over and over and over. Uh And I don't know where I was going with that because I got to the point where I'm drunk and I was focusing on peeling this (laughs) orange. Uh, So my my take on Vine is that Vine is great. Vine was great. And having Vine too, that'd be fucking great too. My one hope is that they'll find a way to monetize Vine to a point for A, it won't fucking kill itself again. And B, where people can go to Vine and stay there because well, I fucking hate that the biggest Viners came to YouTube. Fucking I fucking hate. Oh, they're disgusting. Because and I, we're we're probably gonna have some sort of podcast on YouTube rewind, so I'll save most of the conversation on this for later. But it was basically fucking Viners rewind, and Jake and fucking Logan Paul can go back to the fucking hole they crawled out of with Damn. their fucking f- nine year old. F- Fucking tween fans. <laughs> yeah, like, they can go back to fuck. And like I said, I got nothing wrong with Vine. But the thing is, like, don't fucking bring your whole shit over to YouTube and get free fame that way. They also YouTube moved to fucking so Instagram, too. Yeah, and YouTube is so much bigger and something so much greater than Vine. And I'm, I'm not trying to say Vine is bad. But it's just YouTube is, like, a, a bigger thing. And it's, it's like, they just outlet. fucking, they got there for free. But where do they go? They, what do you mean? Where do they go? Like, if Vine is their 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 biggest outlet and shit, and it's gone, where do they go? Next? They came to YouTube. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying, like they can fuck off. <laughs> they just disappear. Yeah, yeah like, but what's it's like, that? well, it's fucking because like they came in and it's such a storm. But it's literally just like most of them are making shitty content on YouTube, and the only reason they're really popular is because they were popular prior. And it's like, and I don't have a problem with like a lot of them. Don't get me wrong. Um, there are a lot of good Viners that came and make quality content for YouTube now. Like, they've adapted. They, like, even if they're just vloggers, like, they make some good shit. But then you've got people like Logan and Jake Paul that just cause fucking trouble. It's like people that came from Vine or Satan Incarnate. It's like they're just fucking terrible. I mean, not all of them. Not all of them, but but a a lot of them. Like, if you look at the top troublemakers on YouTube these days, and they're like, I'm talking like people that like popped up recently, not people that have been troublemakers since the start, like fucking Keemstar, that idiot Keemstar, and fucking Leafy was here, except he isn't relevant anymore anyway. Right, um, and fucking rice gum. It's like anyone I dubbed did a content comp on. (laughs) Anyone that popped up recently that's been a troublemaker, like most of them are from fucking Vine. And they're just the most fucking scum-ridden group of people. 
and by that I mean the troublemakers. There are good viners that came, like I said, that came to YouTube. But I just, if they make Vine 2, I hope they find some sort of system where they can fucking leave. Because I don't want them to strain the fucking swamp. Or why, why would they leave, though? I mean, if they're troublemaker or not, if they're they're gaining, like, they're gaining stardom on YouTube, who would the fucking leave YouTube? And see, that's the thing. They're not going to leave. No. But a man They're going to use both. Yeah. They're going to take A man can dream. Because, like... They came to YouTube because they didn't have any other option. But the thing is, now they see how fucking profitable YouTube is, so they're never going to leave. But it's just... Maybe, maybe like, everyone else should go to Vine. Maybe that's, yeah. Maybe we should leave the Viners at YouTube and go to fucking Vine. Just flip the script. And, okay. like... They take... Their six-second videos were shit, so just imagine what their fucking 20-minute videos are. <laughs> like, putrid shit. <laughs> like, you've got shit... You've got constipation, you got fucking diarrhea, you've got half shit, half diarrhea, mm. and then you've got the vines on YouTube, which is just <laughs> literally like shit and water. Like you just have a fire hose on your ass and you just shit and water for 20 minutes and that's it. And that's <laughs> all it talking is. talking from experience? A constant stream. Yeah, just, so, just if anyone wants, I've, I've had a, a bowel problems today, so <laughs> if you have any remedies for that... The, Please send help. The worst part is like when you take a viner out of their habitat and not like when you take a bad one like like Logan Paul or Jake Paul and you slap them down on YouTube and they get popular. That's when you get their shitty fucking like rap music and all the things that they couldn't contain in a seven second video. Like that's where the cancer spreads. Like prior it was a tumor, but it was malignant. Now all of a sudden you've got these fucking like. It's growing and it's going to kill you. <laughs> like it is going to fucking murder it's you. It's stage three at this point. Yeah, it, it's fucking evolved. It's in your brain. It's reached out. It's all over your fucking frontal lobe and in your fucking gangliota or whatever the fuck. Hypoglamus. That's a word I just made up. I think. Yeah, I feel like you did. Gangliota. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it, yeah okay vine that's vine that's fine. Hey, touch on this net neutrality shit. So. Coming from a dude that all I know is the FCC was like... What's it stand for? What's FCC stand for? Fuck cows Federal and Commission for... Um, Federal Communications Commission. Didn't know that. Oh, it was something. I didn't know that at all. I just know they were like, <laughs> fuck net neutrality. What does the FDA stand for? Oh, Federal Drug Association. Hey. Administration. Administration. Same thing. Same That's shit. It's completely fucking different, you <laughs> cock. Administration, associate. What's the difference? Okay, anyway. You have you a, a housing <laughs> association that tells you you have to mow your lawn on a Tuesday. Uh-huh. But I don't remember the other one. Association of what? Administration. <laughs> administration. <laughs> but the administration, I don't know. Requires <laughs> you to do it. Anyway, so what is this shit about? Like, what's going down? And why is it not like 100%? You don't know? I, right, I, so I long, paying attention. Long story short, the FCC is now headed by former Verizon Council head... Uh, Ajit Ajit Pai, Pai the Pai man, um, and I can't I can't take fucking credit for that. That was from the H three video. But so this dude and his fucking rosy ass lips, big ass <laughs> fucking beaver teeth, yeah, he's his big ass Reese's pieces fucking cup. This dude and two other Republicans what? on the fucking on the board for the FCC. Out There's of five. five people on this board. Five people that are making the decision for 383 million Americans. Anyway, so he decides, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to do the Restoring Internet Freedom Act. And basically what it, <laughs> what it is, it's, it's, a, it's another fucking vapid partisan fucking bitch fest 
where they're like, you know what? This is some Obama-era administration. We're going to roll it back. And that's because the ISPs like Comcast and Verizon are paying Republicans a ton of fucking money because they want to have their control over the Internet again. And so initially, net neutrality was something Obama initialized in 2015 because there was a whole slew of things where these ISPs were trying to fuck people over by creating fast lanes where people can access certain websites faster by blocking entire services because they didn't like competition um, okay. and whatever else. And he said, so Obama was like, fuck it, dude, this is going on a wrong track. Let's fucking cut it down while it's at. So 2015, he made net neutrality and it was perfect. Which the internet is, was, became a public service. It wasn't something yeah. that anyone could control. It's like what they did with cell phones. Like they made cell phones a public service because that was the number one way of communication was mm-hmm. people using cell phones it, the way they see it is you if you don't have a cell phone you're fucked like that is your number one form of communication like you need that to get to the top in this world yeah and so basically he did that but now the Trump administration rolls around and he throws his fucking Verizon shit fucking council person in there and they say you know what fuck it Obama did it fuck it it's gone and so they took a vote and we knew it was gonna happen but they voted three to two to get rid of it, and so it's gone. So that means that we can now go back to the state where ISPs were fucking us over to the point where it could even get to a state where, um, you know how TV is, how people have to pay extra mm-hmm. for certain channels? Well, they could make it now where you have to buy certain packages to access things, like a social media package. You pay $5 extra a month on top of what it costs for you to have internet to access things like Facebook and like Skype mm-hmm. or fucking Discord, whatever else. <laughs> Um, and just different shit like that. It's fucking stupid. So what about the the shit that I'm like seeing online? People are like I'm not done fighting. It still has to go through yep. so many yeah, other yeah, sources. Yeah. Yep. So it has to. Well, okay. So as as we speak, probably not right now to be honest, but um, <laughs> there are <laughs> uh, there are at least ten different states that are filing lawsuits against the FCC to try to repeal the decision they made. Okay. Um. And on top of that, it has to go through Congress before it's entirely enacted. I didn't think that was true. The way it's going through Congress is, uh, since the FCC is a federal court system, the uh, government has, there's an act that they have, like one of their powers is to be able to undo and change anything a federal commission has done. Maybe that's it. Or federal department has done if they see it like... Uh, unfit for the American people. And so they have 60 days to repeal and redact anything that a federal commission has done, is what I heard. That sounds like you know a lot more about it than I do, so I'm going to go with that. But it it could be either of the two. And the point of the matter is that it's not over yet. So everybody, don't quit fucking fighting. It's not done. And honestly, the thing is that, like, as demoralizing as it is to see that they actually voted to get rid of it, it's the, the fact of the matter is that we've known that was going to happen for a long time. Like, since the talk has started that this fucking idiot at the head of the FCC decided he was going to do what he's going to do, we've known that they're going to get rid of it. The, the fight has always been to fix what they're going to do. It's never been stop to stop them. them. Because, like, from the second that people started to actually threaten this guy's family and he still didn't fucking budge, <laughs> I knew that nothing was going to change. And I'm sure the rest of us knew, too. But the two things that we come away with it from is, A, who's who in whose fucking mind is it okay that 
five people decide what we can see as the American people in numbers excess of 383 million. Like, five fucking people decide that. And also, the fact that we can have a fucking Cheeto in office that grabs people by the pussy and moves on women like bitches, that fucking throws someone in the head of the FCC that looks like a fucking chipmunk gone wrong, um, can fucking just do something like that. It's so dumb. He's such a fucking asshole. It's blasphemous to me that only five people can vote on that, and just their excuse for, like, uh, repealing it is that it's it's hurting, like, the ISPs and stifling their growth, and that repealing it is gonna just bring us more prosperity and better better internet for everyone. It's It's just gonna be so much better. But, like, you look... There's fucking third world countries. Like, America is disgusting when it comes to internet. When you look at other countries, they're paying the same amount of money for one gig download speeds. And that's just the fucking normal. You know, you just pay $30 and you've got one gig download speeds. That's normal. Yeah. Here, you've got to have Google Fiber. It's got to be fucking special. But everywhere else, they've got it. But America doesn't want to do it because they we have no choices. Our internet providers are so limited that we can't we can't go anywhere. We have to do that. If you're not in Houston or wherever the f- all I know is Houston's the only one that I remember <laughs> that has Google Fiber because it's been a while uh, since uh, Google Chicago, Fiber was a big California. thing. But if you're not in those places, like you've got shit for dick for choices. You have to go with these big ISPs and get fucked, or go with the little ISPs and get fucked. Yeah, and the thing that pisses me off. Beyond the whole ISP thing, because I've been pissed off about that since I was, like, fucking seven years old. The thing that pisses me off about this immediate thing is that Ajit Pai is such a fucking asshole. Did you guys see... His seven things you can still do without neutrality? There's that, but before that, (laughs) did you see that... Okay, so one of the people on the panel of five for the FCC gave a very, like, impassioned speech about the fact that, like, this is literally, like... 98.5% of Americans oppose this and getting rid of net neutrality is getting rid of freedom on the internet and the freedom of information travel and she gave this whole huge speech and it was super cool super in depth and he just joked about it and everyone laughed and he was like well I guess that's a no then and he just fucking wrote it down what a fucking asshole and then he turned around and he made a video that was like seven things you can still do without net neutrality and it was like Oh, snap Instagram pictures of your food and of your dog. You can play with fidget spinners. What a fucking dickhead. If I ever come across him in a dark alley, I swear to God, I'll beat your big lip ass into the fucking ground. And that's 100%. I'm there. We got I ain't even fucking around. Like, we got the straight up, Ashipai, you want to fucking go to a ring, dude? I may be drunk, but like when it comes down to it, there is not... I care about my porn on the internet. Straight up. There Don't are not many me. people that I would fucking... <laughs> That I fucking dislike more. Speaking of that, Ted Cruz, did you guys see his tweet about not Oh neutrality? my god, yeah, no. that's just... And the worst part about that is because all of the fucking donation records are public knowledge. And so, like, everyone knows that he got paid fucking something it like... It was like 54000 $54,000 to make the tweet. It's just fucking... Yeah, and... Oh, uh, what a fucking... Oh, a lot of the replies are... Uh, if your eyes... Uh, better hope your ISP doesn't block incest porn because of the video that he had tweeted <laughs> earlier in the year. And they just post like a screen cap of like the mom behind the thing. Dude, I was dying. I was like, oh, you done fucked up, Ted Cruz. Yeah, yeah this, what a fucking this is idiot. a shit fest, dude. Yeah, yeah, and it's so dumb. And that's why I hate this like fucking partisan system because it all comes down to like 
fucking the Democrats are the ones that are like all advanced and they want the cool shit, but they also fucking suck. And then you've got the Republicans who basically come down to like, oh, we're conservative unless you pay us a fuckload of money and then we're going to stand behind down. you. Because everything boils down to fucking money. Everything is so blatantly corrupt. And I don't understand how we can let politicians take money to swing their vote. Yeah. And, it's just, and they just call it a donation so it's okay. I don't get how that's a thing. And other countries are baffled that we let that happen. And see, but the thing is, like, how do we deal with it? Because, like, I mean, we have the whole Democratic side that are, like... I mean, Democrats take the same shit, though. So not yeah. the Democrats oh, yeah. are fucking oh, yeah. good. But it's like, they'll say things like, oh, well, we oppose it, blah, blah, blah. But how are we supposed to deal with it? Because there are systems set in place where if we rise up as a people, we just get fucking, like, killed. We live in a society where initially it was just minorities getting killed by these black people, but nowadays it's at like just fucking everybody. A minority is getting killed by black people. <laughs> no, I mean, my bad. What the no. Okay. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Okay, what I meant to say is minorities getting killed by police. <laughs> my bad, my words got all over the place. Minority. <laughs> TJ, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Man, why are you killing all these goddamn minorities? Yeah, my man. fault now, shit. My friend Juan. Not surprised, dog. <laughs> the homie Juan. Got off by these. <laughs> sounds like Obi-Wan. Anyway. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you hey, just you did that. I'm not edit that shit out. Please I'm not. I'll leave it. <laughs> so, for a while, it was. I have hiccups really bad. You got like a water or something? <laughs> Just so I can get rid of this? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I got a pee. The dump. Okay. So, okay, it used to be the case where minorities were getting killed, like, stupidly by police. But now it's the case where everybody's getting killed by police. Did you guys see that fucking video of the guy in the, guy in the, the hotel, hotel hallway? I knew that's exactly what you are going to talk about. It was, what I saw was a drunk man crying and be begging not to get shot. And he fucking fell over. Drunk and got shot by a fucking entitled white dude who had decided even before it happened that he was going to kill somebody so that day. Like, his... He his, knew, Philip, Philip DeFranco did a really good thing on it. Like, I kind of agree with him. Like, you, like, I don't really put the shooter at fault as much as I put the guy giving the commands at fault. Like, that guy was, it was such the same guy. a pop... No, it was, there were two different guys. He oh, made that right. very clear. The shooter and the, the guy giving commands were oh. very early. It was the, the POV that we saw was of a different guy. The commander It sounded giving, like it was coming from the same body. Yeah, body. and that's what a lot of news stations reported that, which was wrong. And he made a point of that. But the commands he gave were just so... He was just trying to assert his dominance and, and shove was, his big dick all over the place. But the thing was, too, it's like, if you even move... If you even divert from what we say, we will just shoot. We're going to shoot you. And at that point, if you're dealing with someone that is drunk and you can tell they're falling over, if you shoot that guy, you've decided you're going to shoot him. Yeah. And the commands, he's like, keep your hands up. Now crawl towards us. What? How in the hell? Yeah. And then he got down and he almost fucking shot him there. Because it's like, if you tell someone to crawl, that usually you think fucking on all yeah, fours. You can't. He said, keep your arms extended at all times, and I want you to just go ahead, whatever floor you're near, go ahead, get on your knees, put your hands up. Now keep your hands extended in front of you, and, and give me a good old crawl, a good old college try to crawl with your arms extended straight the fuck out. 
because you're not going to do it, and you're going to fall over and get shot by that man. And I'll tell you right now, I am not nearly as drunk as I could be, but if I were in that guy's spot, I would have died too. Because I would have been fucking obliterated on the spot. Because I would have fucking fallen over because my balance sucks as it is. That's fucked, dude. Yeah, it's fucked. And it's... And honestly, like... Wow. It's, it's weird to talk about it in this capacity because a lot of people are like, they don't give a shit until it invo- involves their race. Uh-huh. God, these hiccups fucking suck. But as someone who has followed through, like, most of the cases... Like, as far, like, even farther back than, like, Philando Castile and people like that, um, it's, it's just fucking stupid. Like, people are always so quick to assert that it's, like, a racial thing, and to some extent it is. To some extent it definitely is, that people will get shot because of a racial thing. But it's also just because we have police that are just so poorly trained, people that, like, Shouldn't be fucking cops. Yeah, people that shouldn't be trusted with a fucking BB gun, let alone an actual weapon with live ammunition. God, these fucking hiccups. (laughs) Like, I understand the whole, you know, it's a split-second decision, blah, blah, but it's like, at the same time, there is a level of common sense that can be put forth. Because in in a lot of the things where it's like fast-paced, you know, this guy reached behind his back really quick and it was reported that he has a gun. Yeah, you're... At that point, you know, you're making a quick decision, but I still don't think anyone should be shot until you see a weapon brandished. See, I, my, my whole, I really hate that, that quick decision excuse. I know, like, some people, like, shit can happen. Yeah. I've never, I never been in a situation where I have to fucking shoot someone off a quick decision. I get that. But you're fucking trained, you know, the entire time to process this information. That is your job, to make quick decisions. Exactly. Do yeah. not fucking try to sit here and say that you panic. You couldn't make a fucking the right judgment call. Any, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, shit. if you ever go, I panicked. As a cop, fuck that. You should be guilty of murder. Yeah, you and see, fit. the thing is that like de-escalation measures exist for a reason. Like there are things exactly. where people like if that happens, you shoot them in the leg, or like the you use a taser, shit, yeah. or you fucking go up to detain them before they have a way to do that. Like there are a lot of ways to keep that from happening. But the thing is, we have people that just decide. You know what? It's me or them. I'm fucking killing them right now. And it's those people that treat human lives like they just don't fucking matter. And, like, the picture of the guy that shot at them, he, like, and also you really shouldn't judge people by how they look, but this guy just fucking looked like he was gonna fucking... It was crazy. He was just... He he looked like someone that fucking walked into work that day and was like, you know what? I'm gonna kill somebody. I don't know what the fuck you mean by that, but shit. Did you see I walk into work every day like I'm gonna fucking well, kill somebody he's... here. Fuck off, get out of my face, so, idiot. I mean, it's a very bad piece of stereotyping, is what I'm alluding to, and I'm drunk, which is why it's probably happening. But the guy looked like he was someone that would just fucking be like, he'd go home and he'd be like, oh, I, w- I was so close to fucking shooting that guy. Yeah. And in, in a and normal he's... conversation, you'd probably understand this, like the, the conversational cues where you're like. Oh, you know what? He wouldn't actually shoot that guy. But he looked like someone that would fucking mean it. <laughs> Especially if you work in police in a point where they'd give you something like a fucking ump or whatever the fuck he was carrying at the time. Like, you don't fucking make those comments. <laughs> but he did, probably. Well, I don't know that for sure. But <laughs> all I'm saying is he looked like someone that would be f- fucking accused of what he did. And But don't do that. Don't fucking do as I say, not as I do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It makes me it makes me really sad as somebody 
who's in a relationship with somebody of color. What the fuck you... No, like, in the in the terms of, like, uh, like the racial discrimination, like, that if she gets pulled over, you know, she's... Just because she's not white, she's at a higher chance of being fucking murdered because her taillight was out. It's crazy. Because she went... There was... Oh, there was a video I saw, and the, the cop asked him to get his wallet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was and a big he, thing. he gets his... He's reaching for his fucking... And he goes, and, don't do it, don't do it! And then he fucking stops, and then he gets shot. Yeah. <sighs> Unfucking blue. And, like, I believe... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that he said, like, hey, I have a weapon, you know? Yeah, because he, he had a license to carry. Yeah. And, you know... And I, I feel so bad, because there's... They can't... It seems like people of color can't do anything right in the police's eyes. You can't... You tell them you have a gun, you get shot. You don't tell them you have a gun, you get shot. Mm -hmm. You pull the gun out to give it to them after telling them they have a weapon and they ask for it, you get shot. And it's just... They can't... You can't win, DJ. No, it's nothing new, though. Like, this shit's been going on. like For before, fucking ever. Before but I was see, fucking born, dog. And see, the thing is, you say that, but you've been conditioned that way where you're like, it's just that survival thing. With us, we, we're fucking white guys. This is only recently a thing to us. Really? Like, we haven't been societally aware of this until fucking minority groups have actually stood up and say, hey, this is an issue. And the worst part is that it hasn't been an issue until recently. Like, well, it's been it's, an no, issue. Well, no, it has been an issue, but it hasn't been an issue to us. Like, we haven't known about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, it was... And that's what's fucked up. Like, I, I it had legitimately had no it idea. It wasn't news. Until yeah. it was fucking, like, what was his name? Michael Brown? Yeah, the, like, Mike one of the Brown. first big ones that got big? With the... Was that the Skittles? No, that was... That was Mike Brown with the hoodie. No, that was that was um No, that was uh Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Zimmerman Martin. and Zimmerman. Zimmerman, yeah, that was fucked up too. But it's like the fact that it's only recently become something to us, but like that it's been happening well, for so long is I think a huge up. part of that is social media and how that's played a part in just news in general. Like think a lot of things don't get covered say cause Fox News, you know, they're not gonna they just put out a piece about how good net neutrality is. Because they're obviously pro, they're conservative, they're they're Republican, they're that uh, Trump support all the way, and so like the the fire, the news outlets just control what they want you to see, and I, and if it wasn't for social media, everything I've seen on these things, like the videos of it, the raw videos, have been from Facebook yeah. or Twitter. You know, I'm not seeing a news, I it wasn't on the news. I didn't see a news source show me. This is what happened. Whoa. It's always just I have to learn things from social media, and that that it's so disgusting that yeah. I have to learn things from Facebook. Like none none against y'all, but like it pisses me off that it takes social media or like some shit that's not even supposed to be about that that violence type shit to bring awareness. to bring the fucking. It's yeah. so and disgusting. It, and it pisses us us off too because like the thing is. The only medium we would have had to figure that out if we didn't have a connection to somebody that told us about it was that it would be told to us over, like, news stations. But the thing is, people there high up are able to select what we see and what we don't. Mm -hmm. And so prior to the rise of social media and the abil ability to for this, like, information to transfer so effectively, they wouldn't report on it. They decided, fuck no. Like, these traps that... Everybody falls into these things that happened for so many years. It just wasn't fucking on their radar, either the, either by mistake or on purpose. And I'm in no state to fucking argue whether it was on purpose or not. But no. it's just day. until now where there's been an 
open fucking freeway of transformation. Not transformation. Of in- information transfer. Um, for us to figure it out. It's just fucked up. A really big example I, that comes just instantly to the top of my head is... Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that cheerleading video where they forced the cheerleaders yeah. to do splits. And the, the parents were like, you know, we fucking... They sh- have all the emails that they sent the school and yada, yada, yada. And then they don't... The school never did anything until they threw it on social media. Nobody gave a shit. Yeah. The news, they... They showed that they submitted it to news stations, and they didn't give a shit until it blew up on social media. And it just shows, like, social media has such a big pull on what we what we learned today. And most of the news we get is from social media. And, you know, a lot of that shit's garbage, like, guessing your fucking age on fucking shitty-ass vines. But, like, <laughs> fucking BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed, fuck <laughs> off. But, like, a lot of the news you get is just, it's from social media. Like, I mean, I can't tell, I can't tell you the last time I watched the news. Me either. Okay. Well, I mean, I. Me I can because I was on it. I kind of work in the news, so yeah. I have to watch it. But it's like, ever since I started like going on Reddit, and that sounds really fucking weird, but actually actively checking Reddit gives me a better idea of what's going on in the world than prior when I would actually like watch the news and yeah. read the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. Because like it's an it's actually people's opinions. Well, you and would hope anyway. Well, yeah. And it's, well, I think it's a lot of times for that it's it's the lack thereof. You know, a news article they're gonna art they're gonna edit it, they're gonna skew it to whatever belief they have, or they're just not gonna cover it at all. Yep. And when I go on social media and I watch the shooting of a man, I am watching a shooting of a man. I'm not having anyone's opinions. I form my own. Nobody's telling me what to think. It's there. It's raw. It's fucked up. Exactly, and it's it's just. It's fucking crazy. It really is. Um, this got really fucking deep. <laughs> yeah, we really like this. Fucking man. got into some other shit. Fuck. And it's, how did we? How did we get here? I don't know. I don't Honestly, know. Oh my god. I, don't know. I think I'm in the middle of like almost blacking out because I don't remember a little bit prior. But I mean, this we've been arguing for fucking at least twenty minutes. Yeah, We're not so, arguing, but just being fucking pissed off. Yeah, and it's going back on topic. I don't even know what I'm gonna say. Honestly, it's just kind of coming out of my mouth. But. Um, no, it just pisses me off because at one point in my life, I had no idea none of any of this yeah. was happening. And it is to my understanding that people that are in a position to be affected by it normally, like people that are black or Mexican or of any other like nationality that is affected by these things, you're raised to know from a young age, like fucking watch out. When you get pulled over, keep your hands you. on the steering wheel, do exactly what they say. Or you could fucking die. And that's such a fucking radical idea to me. Because as a white person, I've even been in fucking... I've gotten pulled over before where I've been like, Oh yeah, one sec, let me get my wallet. And I just grab my wallet out of my pocket and grab it. And they have no issue with it. But fucking... And we're not like raised to be like, Oh, you know, make sure you listen to everything or your life is in danger. And the fact that I only recognize that from the... Point where it was like late college leading or late high school leading into college is fucking incredible to me. Just because, like, it's such a huge epidemic, such a huge issue for so many people, That's and right. it's been so well hidden from me that I can only assume that it's happened on purpose. Hidden. I think that's the best word. It's been fucking hidden. Yeah. I don't think it's been 
Well, it depends. Like, I don't think it's been purposely hidden. Like, when you talk about news outlets, yeah, I think they're hiding shit on purpose. Yeah. But we talk about, like, people that are directly... Oh, yeah, no, it's not hidden from the people that deal with it. Yeah. No, it's no, just, no, It's just, we haven't from, had, like, exposure to yeah. people that have dealt with it. As, yeah. as a white child who grew up on a farm with my nearest neighbor being a mile away with two Republican parents... And, you know, I didn't, my life was in a it's little, different. I was in a bubble. You it's know? different. I mean, that's understandable. Yeah. My life was school, my chickens, and my fucking Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> you know? This one's Roger. <laughs> like, one of the times a chicken laid a big-ass egg, dude, it's on my Facebook, super blurry, back when like, cameras were like half a megapixel on phones. And it was, we cracked open the egg, and then out popped a yolk and another egg. And in that egg, there were two yolks in that egg, and it was the wildest shit ever. And I felt so bad for whatever chicken shit that egg out. It was, it was larger than a softball. That shit was big as fuck. I felt so bad. But yeah, so like, it's just, it's fucked up. It really, it really is. And that's why, like, that brings it all back to the whole social media thing, where, like, beyond the fact that we know you and we know people that have all also like suffered from these things and have dealt with. Do you have any? You're you're black man. Mm-hmm. Do you have any experiences with that, racial discrimination, like uh, firsthand? It's been, and I know like, you're like pretty lax about it, but it's it's like the shit I've been I've experienced haven't hasn't been like as abrasive or like upfront as the shit that's in the news. It's been more like, well, you're not you haven't been shot, no, or anything <laughs> like that. Obviously, no, yeah, you know I'm those, good. I they're you know they're rare occurrences in like. And like a life or something like that, as in, how am I trying to say? It's a rare occurrence for like a population of black people, but it's a problem because it's a much higher occurrence than it is in a white yeah. person's life. So like, not saying like it it doesn't happen all no, the time. No. Like, it, it definitely happens. It still happens every fucking day. Every day, yeah, something happens. But it's it's more of like slick ass comments or like real real subtle actions that people would like do what what's me. what's something you remember what's, like i'll what's... step in the elevator with somebody like a, like a, maybe like a 40 50 year old white lady and she'll grab her purse tighter yeah you know like why the fuck would you do that See, that's so fucking weird to me because like and knowing you personally you are one of the best people like i know and that i have ever known like i can't think of a whole lot about you that I can be like, oh yeah, this is what's wrong with yeah. DJ. But I mean, like, look, like looking at me, I'm a six foot tall black dude with dreads. Like, if I'm walking six at you, foot, yeah, you sure you ain't five eleven, you little lying ass <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I might be six one, dude. He's okay. gonna beat your ass. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, chill out. He's gonna go. <laughs> no, it's it's just little shit like that. Or like, I was at uh, I was at Wendy's one time, and um, I was throwing my tray away, and this older white lady. As I was throwing my tray away, somebody was emptying out the trash, mm-hmm. and you know how like, they have like two trash cans. Like, yeah. Right? So I was throwing mine away in a, the opposite trash can that they were taken out. This old white lady came out of her way from across the fucking way just to tell me, let him do his job. You're in his way. You don't need to be doing that. Let him do his job. I'm like, I'm just throwing the fucking trash away. Why are you talking to me? It may not have been racism, but it's it's little shit like, like what's it called? Um, like someone being ignorant to what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? You might not know that you're being prejudiced, or know that you're being racist, but you are. I mean, it's little, I get like, It's little yeah. shit like that. It's that you don't. You might not know what you're doing, but you're doing it. And it's, that's. And that's but I feel like thing. the problem is a lot of people know what they're doing. That's true. That lady that grabbed her purse, she knows exactly you know what exactly she's doing. doing. You know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. It's little shit like that that I. It's just. It's real subtle stuff that that really kind of gets to me that I've experienced. I haven't really experienced. Being but you experienced some at all, and that's bad. You know, I, mean, I haven't. 
Yeah. You know what's the worst thing I experienced? Uh, nothing. Fucking nothing. <laughs> I'm white. It's fucking. You know, I'm not discriminated against. Yeah. You know, the the only time I feel discriminated against is because I don't get as much money for scholarships because I'm not ethnic. <laughs> and, I, and that's fucking that the most of, first world problem ever. Dude, it's so first world. I, but I'm low-key sad about that because <laughs> while I am white, I'm still poor as shit, you know, single mother, you know, living in a fucking shitty ass. You know, we live in the fucking ghetto, you know. We ain't got shit, you know. Got to work full-time, go to school full-time. And that's another thing that pisses me off where we go to school is that Everybody there is rich and fucking white, you know, getting going and getting drunk every fucking night and this and that. And I'm like, man, I'm working for this shit and just just watching them being like, oh, man, I got to go home soon. You know, I got to I got to watch the game. I'm like, I got I got to go home soon because I got to go to work. Yeah, it's like fucking do. I stay up till 430 in the morning to do homework. It's like, oh, fuck, I got to drive home. It's three hours away, but it's like they live in Chicago and they drive a fucking Audi. So it's like, what is your fucking issue? Your car practically drives itself. Yeah, I think like I have a pretty nice car. You know, I would say, you know, it's I got a 07 Eclipse, you know, and uh, I love cars. So like my thing, you know, I started out with a 96 F-150 that had two tanks and I could never fucking fill up and it couldn't idle so I had to put it in neutral and rev it so that it didn't die and people always thought I was trying to race but my car went 0 to 60 in about <laughs> 82 seconds uh, fourth gear or fourth or fifth gear I don't know whatever the overdrive gear is on it didn't work so uh, I would constantly if I was anywhere on any sort of highway like because we live right on a large highway to get uh, between cities on 74 and I would have to fucking rev my engine hella hard so that it would drop gears thinking I was accelerating mm. so that my cause my whole car would fucking shake and rattle just to fucking go 60 miles an hour. And everybody thought you were just being a doucher. Yeah, but back to the point of, like, like I worked for that fucking car, you know? Mm-hmm. I've been at the same job for... Th- shittiest fucking job for three years, but they work with my hours. I'm good at what I do. I hate my job. <laughs> well, I don't hate my job. I love my job. I love the the customers... As weird as that is to say working with the public and food all the time. I love my customers. I love them to fucking death. I don't get that many assholes. And when I do, I don't give a fuck. It's it's one in a million and they can fuck off and suck my nuts. Because I love telling them From to the fuck. Back. I love when they go, I need to speak with your manager. And I go, I am yes. Me. That's me. Like, that's the best. Shit. And I, just, I just love our customers. And uh, I worked for what I had. And then just going to school and seeing people with the newest iPhone X driving their fucking Porsche and it's just like man you just got you're t- sucking your parents fucking cock they don't make you work for anything and you know what, honest, what pisses me off even yeah. more is knowing that them going to college don't mean shit Hell no, they, just, they just there cause knowing damn well after they get out that bitch they gonna use their parents motherfucking connections and get a job and get yeah. a job and, and it didn't right. matter what their GPA was oh. What fucking accolades they did, what anything. And another thing that pisses me off is all my advisors go, Oh yeah, you should probably drop hours. You should probably cut your hours at work. I'm like, What the bitch? I ain't got what? money for that. Yeah, it's like, what are you, are you gonna start giving me money? <laughs> like, I barely have enough to go to school here. Yeah, like, it costs us fucking $50,000 a year. But while I'm talking, I have three separate things I wanna touch on. The first of all, I know, is that I kept seeing you kept going, I, but I was like still talking. I was like, okay, I gotta stop, but then I forgot that I so needed to going stop. Going this back so I don't forget about it is that the, the biggest thing that I think has been enlightening for me in terms of race relations 
uh, nowadays is like it comes from music. Um, like looking back on things from like Logic and Joyner Lucas and things like that is that people like there are traps that people are designated to fall into because people that are way 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 up way higher than we are as like poor people white or not they set these traps and like there's almost no no choice but to fall into them for people and these traps are things that I never like I never even thought about until just actually very recently but now and it's something that we were even talking talking about privately before we even started the podcast is that sometimes like you can't judge these people for falling into these traps because it's so so fucking hard not to yeah i'm not racist the second verse that really it puts a lot into perspective what see like like coming from that situation there's a way out like when people say they stuck people are bringing them down that's bullshit like my pops my dad he's from the north side of st louis that shit is it's gotten a lot better it's got a lot, but that that shit, for a while, like St. Louis was the murder capital. It was yeah. people like he's 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 walked home from school and seen dead bodies on people's lawns. Like if anybody could have fallen into a trap, it, it was him. It, a little bit, you know, you gotta go around. Kinda <laughs> yeah, you gotta work. Right. You gotta, work you gotta the take the weed yeah, to the side of it. You gotta work the weed either, but so you yeah. gotta so, call somebody, be like, "Come get me." Yeah. So when people talk about the trap, yeah, you can fall into it, but it's it's up to the person to get the fuck out. So. The people all around him, like there's there's a few people that's real they're real close to him that are doing something in their lives, but there's a lot of them that are on heroin, addicted to something, dead, jail, gang, it doesn't matter, all that shit. There's a way out. There's the fucking military. There's always something you can do. So when someone says I gotta sell drugs to do this, I have to do that's that's bullshit. I feel that. I feel that because I yeah. fell into that trap because yeah. I went to fucking jail for selling yeah. drugs because I said I have to have more money. I have to there's I, a way out, dog. No, see, that's the that's, that's, way. So when people talk about the trap, like that's fun. That song was powerful as fuck. But there's a way out. I, I can't stand that shit. Cause my dad is living proof. This motherfucker yeah. got the fuck out. Like I was like a year old, and he made the decision at like 18, 19 that I ain't gonna raise my son in this shit. So he got the fuck out. There's a fucking way out. Yeah. I, that shit pisses me off. And so, and proof, that's dog. that's the that's the the like the the other side of these traps is that these traps definitely do exist mm-hmm. and they're easy to fall into and they're not always easy to get out of but there's almost always there's a way a, way, a way to get out it's, of it it's not yeah you know DJ's not saying it's easy like and hey, I'm just I'm just gonna get out of it yeah, you gotta want to get work. out of it and exactly. you gotta put in some fucking work yeah it can take a ton of fucking work like like even even for white people there's a trap it's not just for like these pe- people that are well, I mean, specifically Meth. for... Meth? Well, like, for, <laughs> well, yeah. Fucking McDonald's, Walmart. But specifically for Walmart my dad. Walmart, McDonald's. Um, my dad... And I don't mean to, like, open up too much about his past, because that's fucking his deal. But the thing is, he grew up poor. Very, very fucking poor. You grew up poor, DJ? I couldn't tell by how luscious your dreads are. <laughs> nah, nah, he grew up... Nah, and so, and so like, he fell into this trap where right. there's so much fucking going on in his life like people he knew people that fucking died and I know a lot of people do that but like in like a fucking intense way to the point where it's like if that happens it's a trap to fall into like hey you know what I'm gonna drink alcohol to escape my problems and that was a huge issue that was dealt with but he's overcome that to a point where he's like you know what like when they when my parents had me they decided we gotta fucking get our shit together like we're not gonna be well, I was speaking specifically about my dad. It's like, I'm not going to be an alcoholic to raise my child. And so, fucking coming out of that trap, that, I mean, ones that have, like, actual addiction are harder than others because there's actual, like, physical reactions to these things and it makes it harder. But 
these traps, like, they're fucking, they're for everybody. Like, even people that are middle class fall into tra traps. Not as hard as people that are, like, worse off would, but it's just, they exist for everyone but the most, like, fucking upper elite that just run everything. And it's fucking stupid. They exist, but you got a better chance of not falling into that shit if you're already better off. Like, yeah. That's, it's totally up to the fucking person. Exactly. The traps are there, for sure. But it's, it's your dumbass fault if you fall into that shit. And tell yourself that you can't get out. I don't. I ain't, I ain't got no patience for that bullshit. Right, and it's at all. Yeah, and it's dumb. Um, and the second thing that I was gonna touch on is going to fucking Augie. or whatever the fuck. Fuck that place. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that place. <laughs> and it's like you talk about like oh you you drive all these people drive like Porsches and whatever. It's like at times we fucking we go to this school with all these super rich people and it like. At given times, we fucking drive broken-ass cars. Like, my car has a tire rod that needs to be replaced. And my tire's probably gonna fucking fall off sometime soon. And it's gonna be a huge fucking issue. But the thing is, I don't have the money or the time to deal with that. Because I have to go to school. I have to go to work. I have to worry about a YouTube channel. I have to worry about after-school prospects. It's like... Fucking being poor is so fucking stupid. Because I'm literally putting myself in danger just to get... To where I need to be and there's no other option. Whereas you have all these people that just fall into their success. Yeah. All these people that do nothing to work for it. They get jobs through connections. They get money through their parents. They fucking get money through a birthday or some shit. And then they just put it in a bank account and live off the fucking interest for the rest of their lives. That's so despicable. I mean... It's like a, just it's fucking work for what it's a thing. you do like the rest of us. It's, it's, it's fucking stupid. It's definitely a thing. But people like that get a wake-up call sooner or later. And not always. Not always. Not always, but more like they will get a fucking wake up call. Cause I wish, I wish I could be there for those wake up calls. You won't. You won't. No. Yes, and that's, and that's fuck. That sucks. You know, it's yeah. like I don't get a ha ha moment. Mm -mm. Nah. You know, fuck, man. I want a ha ha moment, but I don't get it. And see, even when they have those wake up calls. It's like, oh, fucking great. They had a wake-up call. They realized what's wrong. But the thing is, we've realized what's wrong this whole fucking time. So their wake-up call is nothing compared to what... And not to put ourselves on a pedestal because we don't make a lot of money because we come from families that are, like, at best lower middle class. But, like, their wake-up calls don't mean shit compared to the shit that, like, most people go through just fucking, like, realizing their fucking wake-up calls way before they do. My wake-up call was wanting to be a math teacher and seeing... No other school around me offered uh, the education program. And Augie was the only one. And telling my mom, like, hey, uh, I think I'm going to go to Augie because it's the only one that offers the education program so I can be a teacher. And she looks at me and she goes, honey, I don't know if we can do that because it's too expensive. And exactly the exact same thing happened to me to the point where to enable me to pursue my dreams at a college... I've had to watch my parents on certain occasions work two fucking jobs to be able to afford to put me through this private college because it's the only one in the entire fucking area that has a computer science degree that's worth its fucking weight. And that's just fucking stupid to have to watch, like, talented people waste their fucking lives and potential away to put their family through something else. But, I mean, you can't sit there and act like that's on you. Like, as parents... No, it's definitely not on me, and it's... And see, that, that's another fucking... That's an emotional trap to fall into. But it's just... Being in this position... It's not on me. It's it's not on Caleb that that shit had to happen. That he's dealt with it and he's had to put himself through it. It's, it's on society for putting us in a position where in order to succeed... We have to put forth ten times more work than people in other positions would. Mm -hmm. 
And it's just fucking stupid. Yeah, dude. Straight up. I feel, I feel you. Straight up. Straight up. Like, I've been told the entire time that I've been doing my own thing that you're already at a fucking disadvantage. I mean, I don't feel it. I don't, I don't care to feel it, but it's there. Exactly. <laughs> and it's got to be hard to just sit there and be told, like, hey, yeah. everyone puts you lower in society. You know that? Your life sucks because you're black and, and you're lower than everyone else yeah. because that's what society says. Yeah. And Didn't you know that you're black and it sucks? <laughs> Didn't you know, DJ? And, and Caleb and I can sit here and God. talk about how it sucks that we're it's poor stupid, and that man. college is fucking hard and we work harder than so many other people at college. But, I mean, it's we can't continue doing that without recognizing that, like, DJ, you fucking put up with more than either of us just because of your, like predetermined disposition in society like you are before like as you are born your position is decided for you to be way harder than us just just because of some semantics about what make you who you are and something that you didn't even decide to have and it's it's fucking so just some wild shit straight up yeah so i I don't want you to think that we're just fucking going on and on about this as if it's the worst thing in the world because like people have it way worse and just by by chance, you have it worse than us. It is what it is, man. But honestly, you've ended up being like pretty successful in itself too. Like not the most successful or whatever. You know, like, but like a millionaire. But yeah, yeah. And, and I don't mean that in I a mean, bad like, way. But it's like you have a pr- you have a good paying job with a very reputable company. Like yeah, like I feel like success is like in the eye of the beholder, straight up. Like I feel like I'm successful. Like I, I can live on my fucking own. Yeah, my own shit. exactly. That's, that's good enough for me. Sure, I'd be, love to be a fucking millionaire. I get so many fucking hookers and cocaine <laughs> all day. But I mean, I'm, I'm pretty. I don't want to say I'm content. I don't want to say I'm content because I always want more. But I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? See, that's the human condition, though. You always want more. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I will always want more. But and that's that's where the whole one percent thing comes from with fucking traps. Like the traps come from people wanting more. So. Fuck it, we want people to roll into the spot where we produce drugs to the ghettos and make more money be at the downfall of other people. Mm-hmm. It's fucking wild, dude. It's a wild shit. Like, back home, they they do the... It's, it's real fucking subtle, but, like, around my grandma's neighborhood, they'll block off certain streets just so, like, if some shit goes down, they could trap people in the fucking street. It's like a fucking maze where she lives. Like, randomly streets would just be blocked off and really? cemented down. It's... It's little shit like that. Like, that's what I was talking about. Like, little shit like that just to keep people down when they're already feeling down. It, you know, yeah. It's, it's, it's no bueno. It's no fucking bueno, yeah. man. And I feel like a lot of it, like, plays in with psyche, too. Like, how you say that, like, people fall into these traps, but there's always a potential to get out. But it's it's things like that that just fucking bring you down mentally to the point where it almost makes you think, like, even if I could get out of this trap, I'll fall into another one. Or I think another, another thing is, like, nobody... Or like Nobody tells DJ point. that he can get out of that. No, no, no. DJ's been told that that is the trap he's in, and that's his life because see, he is black. Yeah, yeah and, but DJ knows that he can get out of this trap yeah. because his dad was fucking yeah. cool enough and fucking... <laughs> cool. <laughs> was fucking he like, was fucking nifty yeah, enough. He was dedicated and strong enough to get out of the trap on his own, and that's why DJ is yeah, so... Yeah, he a big-ass clob on my arm. But oh, that, that, was, see, that, that wasn't all on him, like... Well, yeah, and it's not all, but it's like... like I don't know. It's, it's it's I don't know. Like he he's a different ass dude. I ain't gonna lie. He on some other shit. But <laughs> his his like my grandma like he was raised. He his father like my grandpa. He ain't about shit. Like I refuse to call that motherfucker my grandpa because mm. he wasn't about shit at all. Like he had he had my dad when they were like when he was like sixteen seventeen. Yeah, I mean 
to be sh- to be honest, no sixteen year old knows how to be a fucking dad. But right. he dipped the fuck out. Like he just he got out. He wasn't in my dad's life. We didn't even try in this. Then at all. Like yeah. my dad just now like kind of like blew that shit under the water. Maybe like five, maybe ten years ago. You know, my dad's like forty two, and he just said, you know what? I'm a grown ass man. I don't need you to be a dad. It's whatever. So he was raised by my grandma and her mom. Like two women taught him how to be a man and shit. So I don't know where he got that shit from, but. There's always a fucking way out, dude. I don't know. There might be something about that. Because, like, I remember, like, needing to uh, shave for the first time. And yeah. I was like, what do I do? They can't tell you much, dude. You know what I'm saying? You gotta... My mom was like, I don't really know. <laughs> they she just was like, figure that shit out, man. And I, th- I think that's that kind of helps build into being a strong person. Because yep. it's just, you have, you're you're doing it on your own, you know? There's yep. no there's no safety net, no yeah. support. Nobody's, At that young of an age, yeah. Nobody's, nobody's there helping yeah. you. Just... You gotta figure it out. You gotta jump in and cut your face up hella and go to school the next day <laughs> and be like, oh man, I was just getting made fun of for my mustache. Now I'm getting made fun of for the cuts on my lip. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a mistake. It's also important to realize, too, that these, like, fucking, I, I hate to bring it back to traps for the 900th time, but it's like, the traps that you fall into aren't always by your own decision. Like, if, like, you both fell into a trap by, or not, well, DJ didn't, but. Who oh, I'm sorry, I'm fucking drunk enough. No, uh, your dad's dad disappeared. You said right? Yeah, he just yeah. He, so your dad and Caleb both fell into a trap as a result of the fact that their fucking dads were deadbeats. Like mm-hmm. they weren't there, and so there was a trap that they fell into. But you guys came out of it because you're like, you know what? I need to be able to like get stronger and teach myself these things without that influence there. Mm-hmm. And that's not something I've fallen into because fucking I've been lucky enough to have two parents that have been there for me. But in a case like that, like it's it's so fucking crazy because these traps don't even have to be something that you stumble into yourself. Oh sure, the shit is designed for you to not succeed. For especially for for the minority, dude. Like shit is designed for you to not succeed 100% but that don't mean that you gotta just fucking buy into it you know what I'm saying right exactly I don't know and like you said there's there's always a way to get out of it or mostly always I'm sure there's like some situations where it's like fuck (laughs) oh there's there's a bunch of situations that that you're just so fucking down that you don't think there's a way out but I don't know man like it's it's a really delicate and fickle situation but I feel like it's one of those ones where there's you can't just sit there and say well, this is what you should have done because there's there's not a right answer, you know, unless they actually did that thing. You don't know the outcome. So it's it's hard to sit back on the situation and, and be like, well, this is what they could have done to get out of it because you just you never know what life life is so unexpected. You never know what. But I mean, when, when you when you you get you sit in front of decisions of either selling drugs, you know, what that shit leads to either going to be dead. You might be lucky enough to get the fuck out or you're in jail. You know what that shit leads to. Yeah. But what the fuck does getting out lead to? You don't know. So why not go to that instead of going to the shit where you know the devil yeah. possibilities, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, very like, true, very true. I don't know, man. Because greed, you know? Yeah, well, Selling also, like, more money. Quick, quick money is hard to give up. I ain't well, gonna, quick I money, that. but then there's also the fact that, like, if you have to support your family, like... Like, right now. Like, exactly. Yeah. And the fact that getting a job at best, if you even get a call, because I know that, like, just from people I've talked to, like, being a certain type of person, and by that I mean, like, any your personality to nationality. Because your is a quote-unquote black name. Yeah, yeah. like, like yeah. people won't even call you back in certain cases. If you need that quick money, not only is it quick, 
but it's lucrative. Like, you make good fucking money doing that if you do it right and if you do it, like, fucking... It's hard to do it right. Uh, yeah, it is hard to do it right. But it, right. the thing is, it like, it's quick and it can be lucrative. So if you need to support people, like, that is the most prime choice you've got going for you. At the moment. In, cer- in certain cases, at, at the, the moment. moment. Do not, you can't get stuck in that shit. Right, exactly. But it's like, in but in that moment, if you can't support your family with any other option, then... Like, of course you're going to fucking fall into that trap. Because, like, if I was in a case where if I wasn't getting called back for jobs and my family was fucking starving and uh, we couldn't get any support and I was able to sell drugs to support them, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Even if it meant, like, I'd fucking the most... dick. I don't know. Even, <laughs> even if it meant... dick. Even Easy. if it was fucking, like, if it was delivering <laughs> drugs directly to a policeman, if I was still going to get my family paid and get food, I'd fucking do it if I was going to get arrested on the spot. Yeah, I feel you. I because, feel you. the like, I mean, I guess I'm just the type of person where it's like the, the betterment of people that are close to me is better than my own, but it's it's just, the traps are so intricate and so deep sometimes that it's just fucking crazy. I feel like the, the trap is, is is there, but it's not at the same time. Like, once you, once you once you get out, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's look at motherfucking entertainers. Like, like Meek Mill, me, me, for instance. Why in the fuck are you making millions of dollars, but you get popped? For having weapons on probation. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Kevin doing? Gates. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You and sometimes it's, fucking, huh? sometimes it's fucking stupid. Like, that's some dumb shit. Like, you have no reason to be in that trap anymore. And that's that's just that's what fucking it's attributed to, to stupidity or <laughs> ignorance. Shout out to Kevin Gates. He's Moline. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out the gang. <laughs> uh, but it's, I don't know. It's that's, just, why, that's why I said it's up to the person, though. Like, and it, it's never so black and white either. That's something that's worth putting forward is, like, every person has a different trap that they'll fall into with its own different type of semantics and details. And it's, like, in a lot of cases, there are ways that you can get out of it. But there are definitely some cases where it's just so fucking crazy that you can't. And... I feel like that's what we've been kind of alluding to this whole time where it's just, it depends. It does. In a lot of ways. You know what to fix this shit? Legalize drugs. <laughs> All of them. Every drug. Natural selection, baby. It'll across fucking take board. care of them. If motherfucker want to buy some drugs, who are you to tell them no? Exactly. Let them do what they want. If they want to kill themselves off heroin, let them fucking kill themselves off mm-hmm. heroin. Fuck it. Why not? The thing that kills me about drugs, too, is it's like a lot of people just take them because it's like, oh, it's drugs. Fuck it. Let's have a good time. But then... There were a lot of people that have gone through some crazy shit that they, like, need to medicate. Yeah. Well, they don't need to, per se, but they feel like they need to medicate themselves for it. And who are we to judge those people for That's that? Exactly. Exactly. The, my, the only flip side to that that I that I, I, I kind of, like, hesitant when I say, like, legalize everything is there's a lot of a lot of smart people back home that my pops would tell me about, like, dudes that would, like, They'll read a book every day. They'll be on a fast track to do some shit. Black people, they'll be successful and they're all right. And they'll get hooked on heroin and shit. Like, that that kind of fucking, that kind of turns me off to it. Like, you you fucking up your life. But at the same time, like, it ain't my life. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what you do. Do <laughs> you. It ain't straight up. It, it's not yeah. me. It's not me at all. But I don't know, man. It's just, shit's fucked up. No, and it's I feel up. where you're coming from that, too. Because, like, on one level, it's like... Uh, it's like, oh, well, they're going to do great things. Like, if they get addicted to this shit, then they might never reach their potential. But then another thing, it's like, what fucking right do I have to say, like, oh, don't do this because you're going to fuck up? Because yeah. if you don't want to reach that potential, then, I mean, fuck, that's your life. That's one less motherfucker I got to worry about when I'm trying to get a motherfucking job. You know what I'm <laughs> like, if you got hella experience and you on heroin and you don't make it to the interview, shit. I'm cooling. I got the job, bro. That's you. <laughs> but at the yeah, same time, like... If, 
I see a black dude that's like, fuck, you ain't make the job interview because you on heroin. That shit kind of hurts. I ain't gonna lie, but yeah. I don't know. I gotta, you gotta look out for you, I guess. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. So I don't know, dude. It's it's a fickle thing, but Very I think fickle. that's, this is probably a good place to end it. We're going on two hours and like fucking, what, ten minutes? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Alright, well. We just talk about this shit for fucking ever. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, this is a good place to end it, guys. Uh, we appreciate you fucking listening this long if you did or if you skipped to the end then fuck off and go back to where fuck you, off mate if you caught that but uh, I want to finish this uh, jumping back to real quick because it never got answered what's the lowest amount of money you would take for sucking a dick damn oh. it fuck you did uh, say that shit because yeah, <laughs> I remember when I said I would suck a dick I was like oh fuck what's the lowest amount DJ I would suck a dick for lowest amount yep fuck that I ain't answering first and we're doing and the, the stipulation is you know there's no STDs it's clean dick um, clean dick clean, yep. clean dick penis, and they're not gonna bust a nut in your mouth okay and it's uh, we'll just say five minutes so I've always been one to say and not to say that I would use this as an excuse to suck a dick but I've always been one to say that I'll try anything once so it, it's not gonna be a crazy high amount but it's gonna be decently high so I'm saying anywhere from like 500 to 1,000. That would, that'd be it. So you suck provided those are, provided, <laughs> provided those are the conditions. Well, what do you know, Kyle? I just so happen to have $500. No, <laughs> you fucking don't. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Remember, we fell into that fucking poor trap, yeah. dude. All right, Maybe. DJ. That's Bruh. you. Wait, you answer first. You're the one that fucking asked. No, I asked, yeah, I'll answer last. So, what's the scenario? There's no fucking scenario. If someone no, just came up to me and was like, would you suck my shit for this amount of money? I was going to wait until it's over, but what he would I got to go now. Huh? So, what's the scenario? Like, am I just broke? Am I needing money? Drag it out until I get back. I want to hear. No. Uh, this is just some random ass dude like, yo. I okay, I guess I guess we need to put a, a stipulation on how much money you have as a person. Yeah. Because I've always looked at it from my where I'm at right now. Um... Like, cause I don't want to suck a dick. I feel like I'm fine without sucking dick right now. Um, if I wasn't fine, let's put you at. You're working a minimum wage job, forty hours a week, trying to trying to get by. You know how many kids I got? You got zero kids. No kids. Just yourself. Just me. Yep. And I'm barely getting by. But yeah, minimum wage. Fuck yeah, you are. Yeah. Shit. The lowest I would take. Is like six or seven months worth of rent. So that's like a few thousand. Really? Yeah. A few thousand? A few thousand for five minutes of sucking dick. That's some gay shit. Money's not gay. I mean, it's not, but. <laughs> Dude. Uh, wait, wait, what, what did I miss? So I he. Realizing, like, you gotta put a stipulation on how much money you have, so I said, like, you're. A, you work forty hours a week at eight twenty five minimum wage. Uh, that's to, nasty. To put how much money like you actually have, you know? Yeah. Because like, yeah, I assume you came from your perspective yeah. where you're at with your money, and that's always where I've looked at for mine, not realizing, hey, everybody makes different money. <laughs> everybody <laughs> makes dollars different. Yeah. But DJ still said a few thousand. A few thousand. A few thousand. Uh, at least yeah. half a year of my rent needs to be fucking paid. Easy. I, would, I could feel that. I mean. Fuck, dude. I for five minutes, I would take like one month's rent, like five hundred dollars. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Five too. minutes. How much? Five hundred dollars is a lot of money. Even if me. you're, 
A, a good paying job? Well, how much do you need to make if you work 40? Let's do this math. 40 hours a week. How much money do you need to make an hour to get a six-figure salary? Shit. Oh, that's some logarithm shit. Not really. Right, you say five minutes. Because there's like, like 52 weeks in a year, and you work 40 hours a week. That's 2,080 hours, and then you multiply that by 8.25 to get how much money. Well, that's minimum wage. That's 17,000. Ain't shit. So. Damn. 17. Well, even by $10 an hour, that's still just 20,000. $40 an hour is fucking 83. Somewhere between 40 and 50. 50 is 104. $50 an hour. 49 is 101,920. $49 an hour at fucking 40 hours a week. No one's fucking making that. Exactly. It's fucking stupid. So, yeah. That's a trap, like, boy. <laughs> Hashtag trap. That's right. so much fucking money. That's a lot of fucking money. So, wait. I was thinking... I was trying to compare it to how much you'd be making a minute. A minute. So, you make $48 an hour. And there's... So, 48 divided by 60. So, you're making 8 cents a minute. Times 5 minutes. You would still only make $4 if you had a 6 figure job yeah. in that five minutes and I'm gonna make five hundred dollars in that five minutes That's I'm going to take that in a heartbeat but five five minutes is a long time dog. like have you ever eaten ass for five minutes well I've okay yeah but, but if it's for clean fucking like pristine STD penis it's a pristine penis <laughs> grade A peen some fucking Ryan Reynolds peen like, it's, it's like at that so point, that it's just your pride that's taking a fucking yeah, hit. Yeah, like, straight up. Like, the straight dude in me is like, bro, you got a dick in your mouth. <laughs> but bro. see, it's like, it's like that's... The straight dude in me is like, you got a fucking check in your mouth. <laughs> you better suck exactly. that shit or you ain't going to the it, bank. It's, like, it's just like, you got to yeah. fucking find out how to drop that hardcore image of masculinity it's, in order to get some It's not even off. that. It's just... I don't want a dick in my mouth, dog. Like, I don't... It, like, dropping all masculinity, all that shit. Just dicks don't appeal to me, bro. Well, no, but you know what appeals to me? Fucking money. Exactly. That's true. I'm gonna suck a dick for five hundred dollars. I think it's. Well, I think it's because DJ makes more money than us, so it's like it's it hard just... to fucking realize, dude. Like it's hard to see myself like sucking dick for money. <laughs> Meanwhile, I just I just need <laughs> money to fix my fucking tire rod in my car, dude, so I'd suck you, dick but... for five hundred bucks. I'd fix it. Nah. See, I would take that money and put it into more advertising that I'd suck dick for <laughs> five minutes for five hundred dollars. That's how you become a fucking Pornhub porn star. I did a billboard. Pornhub.com forward slash users forward slash comcade. Forward slash. We're out of here. It's been a pleasure. If we don't see you again, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Oh, good evening. Yeah. He, okay. I don't know what's that from. It's from uh, the Truman Show. Oh, that's what it's from. I've just been listening to Lil Dicky a lot, so. <laughs> it's a good movie if you yeah, haven't seen it. Yeah, he's got a song culture show. Yeah, but cue the music, boy. <laughs> that's not fucking music. I didn't fucking mean. <laughs> 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 that.
That's a wrap for episode three of Castcade. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to give us your feedback on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook. We read every single comment. Also, feel free to let us know if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about. As always, thanks for coming. We'll be here for the next episode, and we hope you will be too. See ya! Bye.